0: Howdy howdy do who fans and welcome to the big blue box podcast. My name's Gary. My name's Adam and welcome to episode 253
1: One day
2: I shall come back Yes, I shall come back until then There must be no regrets no tears no anxieties Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine
3: Our lives are different too Anybody elses That's the exciting thing. Nobody in the universe can do what we're doing.
4: Well, I've reversed the polarity of the neutron flow so the TARDIS should be free of the force field now.
3: You may be a doctor, but
2: I'm the doctor. The definite article, you might say. You know, the trouble with time travel is, one never seems to find the time. Change, my dear. And it seems not a moment too soon.
3: Unlimited rice pudding, etc, etc. I am the doctor. For now.
0: Howdy howdy doo, who fans Welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast Hope you've all had a cracking week and that you've all managed to do something, something Doctor, Doctor Who, Doctor who, who related.
6: related Yeah.
0: Well I hope you've had a cracking weekend As mm. opposed to a week because we're recording very early this week
6: Yeah this is strange I don't think we've ever recorded on a Monday before I Could be wrong
0: no, we haven't. This no. is the first time ever.
6: Which is kind of good, actually. We've talked to being on a Sunday now. It's, it kind of feels like, especially after this particular episode we've just had, this feels quite good, actually. It's like, yeah, got, mm. got, uh, got a few things to say.
0: Have indeedy, yes. So Adam and I are busy for the rest of the week, hence the Monday recording. So it is good in a way because we've seen the episode a couple of times directly after broadcast. So it's fresh in the old memory.
6: Yeah, it's weird because yeah. I don't, can't remember the last time that I watched an episode on transmission and then watched it again the same mm-hmm. night. So I mean, I'm, I'm sure I have done that, but uh, yeah, I have watched it twice because there was so much going on that I didn't make any notes the first time. So I thought, well, oh, I'll watch it again. I'll just watch it again before I go to bed and make a few notes. for. So yeah, it's very fresh in the mind, which is good. Mm, I remember doing
0: that after watching The Woman Who Fell to Earth. I watched. Oh, yeah. I watched that straight away afterwards to try and get my head around having a new doctor and all that jazz. Mm, yeah, but I don't remember doing it other than that. I don't think I've probably I've probably done it in the past when a couple of the Capaldi eps went out. And, and I you, think you know. in
6: the yeah, I was gonna say <clears throat> maybe Utopia. I remember being absolutely floored by the the cliffhanger to Utopia when the Master and all that. And I have a feeling <laughs> that I might have watched that. Straight after, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, when you get that real sort of, oh, that was an OMG moment and sort of thing, Mm -hmm.
3: I've
6: done it. But, yeah, nothing else really springs to mind. Just wondered, if we got enough room in the music uh, to add in a Dr. Roof quote now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spoilers, by the way, spoilers. Yeah, Dr. Roof, and um, while we're at it, let's get... um, Richard Hundrell in there, and let's get uh, Peter Cushing. <laughs> Peter Cushing, yeah. Let's get <laughs> and, them all uh, in. Let's get them all in, yeah. yeah. And let's get the, the the Doctor from, what was the David Tennant one? Him. Let's get him in there.
0: Oh, the, what, the Christmas Morris special one. one. Yeah.
6: Yeah. 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 The Cyber Shades. Let's get him in the intro. Yeah. Do you remember and that the with other... the
0: Cyber Dog
6: thing? Yeah, Cyber Shades, yeah. Shades, that was it, yeah. What were they about? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. So there's been a few of these little... Odd, oddity doctors, if you like, let's get the big finish, unbound doctors in. Let's get them in the intro. Let's just have a an hour long intro, and then we can do a short podcast.
0: Let's just have the bloody lot in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll the do a bang, a ten minute show, <laughs> and then bugger off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so we've got loads to talk about in this yeah. week's yeah. review. This episode was a bit of a mind melter. Lots going on, so we've got loads of stuff to talk about when we get on to our review. We haven't got any news. I think that's a combination of there is just very little news in general at the moment for Who, plus the fact we only, you know, our last show went out on Friday, so it's only been the weekend really, so not much time for that to accumulate. We have got a couple of pieces of merch to go through, so we'll get onto that in a second before we do. As I said, welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast. Any new listeners, welcome aboard. Long-time listeners, good to have you back. Uh, Give us a subscription, whatever podcast app you listen to podcast on so you don't miss a show when they land every single friday we're also on the socials as well instagram twitter and facebook give us a like and a follow over there so that you don't miss a show when it lands every nope that'd be the podcast give us a follow on the socials so that you can join in on the chat each and every week because we chat doctor who uh, in between shows Mm -hmm. and obviously check out adam's socials he's on there as the geek's handbag that's me uh, the same channels: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And
6: uh, yes, we chat. And I love the socials. Love a bit of social. I do. I love a bit of social interaction over media. Yes. <clears throat>
0: I'm guessing uh, there's been one thing that is that has been cool since we last recorded. But what have you been up to over the weekend,
6: buddy? Yeah, I think I know the thing. The thing <laughs> that you might be referring to. Um, if it's what I'm thinking, I haven't seen you post a picture of it yet, but I'll, I'll get to that in just a second, but I'm assuming you've got it. Um, yeah, I've had a great weekend, actually. I went to um Phantom uh, event in Chiswick, which is a small little convention signing um, that they do. They normally do one pretty much every month, and it's quite often in Chiswick. Sometimes they branch off to other places. Great little events. Um, so this was the first one they've done this year. Nice and relaxed. Lovely day. Uh, so there there'd a few guests there. Sophie Aldred was there. Um, obviously, she was the main sort of guest. Um, really lovely to meet her. And she was doing a photo shoot and signing and stuff. Um, got a great picture of her. Uh, Lisa Bowman. Um, got a nice picture of those two together. Lisa Bowman was a cheetah woman in survival. She's the one at the end that dies in Ace's arms. I and mean, she's also done loads of big finish he's a major character in a lot of the big finish audios um playing benny so not uh, benny a different benny <laughs> um michael cochran from black orchid uh, he was this and also he was in Ghostlight as well what a lovely chap he is i've never met him before um we had a real good old natter about the locations in black orchid um Uh, yeah, really nice guy. Um, So yeah, it's just a really nice day. There was a few other people there as well. They often get like a couple of sort of big names and then they often have a load of sort of bit part actors that, you know, which is often very cool because they sometimes get really obscure people, but it's really nice because you probably won't get to meet them anywhere else, (laughs) you know, unless you bump into them on the street. So yeah, really, really lovely day that was. Great meet up with um, all the usual Who gang that goes to these events because um, over the years I've been going to those, I've got to sort of know, it's quite often the same people go to every, every month. So, so it's quite a good social meetup as much as anything, Mm. um, which is why I often go, even if there's only really one guest I want to meet, I often go just for the meetup. So yeah, fantastic, fantastic day. Really nice to meet Sophie. Um, she's just, she is just such a lovely person to meet. I think she is one of those that, you know, like there are certain people that you've met over the years. I'm sort of thinking, sorry, Peter Davison, but I'm sort of thinking Peter Davison where I've met him sometimes and he can be really, really nice and really chatty. And other times <laughs> it's like getting blood from a stone. He's a bit, just yeah. it looks like he doesn't want to be there. And he talks a little bit about it in his book, so I'm not sort of putting him down or anything. But um, there are some people like that. And then there are some people like Sophie Aldred, Louise Jameson's another one that springs to mind that just really are, just an absolute pleasure every time I meet them. They just they just seem to really love interacting with the fans and chatting and stuff. So, yeah. So, anyway, really nice day. So, I did that over the weekend. Great little event. And um, they were also selling the Season 26 Blu-ray as well. So, um, yes, obviously got that this weekend as well. And I've spent all of yesterday. I put on Twitter um, some pictures of it. And I did actually put, I won't believe in the house all day. I didn't leave the house all day. I literally <laughs> I did a little bit of tidying up and cleaning to sort of make me feel like I'd done something. And then I just sat and watched uh, all the behind the sofas, which are fantastic. I mean, they always are, but they seem to get better. I think they've sort of tightened up the editing a bit, actually, because I remember the Tom ones on the season 12 were really good, um, but they were quite, I don't know, there were bits where there was a bit slow, there would just be long shots of them watching and stuff. These ones, they just seem to really fly by. Um, cool. Fantastic. So I've yeah. watched all of them, and I also watched the writer's room where they get the writers together in the pub which I think is a great featurette, so it's got Andrew Cartmell on, Rona Monroe, Ben Aronovich. Uh, Andrew
0: Cartmell just eating constantly. Yeah, it's just eating the whole sausage thing. rolls. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, so I've watched them, and uh, yeah, that's all I've got to watch so far, so all the behind the sofas and the writer's room, but yeah, brilliant, so just really, really nice weekend, actually. Little convention, lots of dot two on the TV, it's just perfect, really, can't complain. So that's been me, and so I'm wondering, have you got the Season 26 Blu-ray set?
0: I have not.
6: Oh, what has happened now?
0: Sad face. What? Uh, It's just not, it just didn't arrive on Saturday, bud. Well, it's still not there today. uh, No, the post doesn't get here until somewhere between sort of half twelve and two o'clock normally.
6: Oh, it it, might arrive while we're recording. We could do a live unboxing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But no, it's... uh, Yes, I was. I was I had my fingers crossed that it would be here on Saturday, but alas.
6: Yeah, because yeah, you ordered from Zoom, and um, normally they arrive on the Friday or Saturday. It's the Saturday, actually, isn't it? I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of people got it on Saturday. Um, but then, yeah, it just occurred to me, actually, as I was sort of getting ready to record today, I suddenly thought, I haven't seen Gary post a picture <laughs> yet, and you normally do. I was thinking, surely he's got it. I oh, must arrive today, hopefully.
0: I okay. hope so. It should do. Yeah, yeah, It should do, yeah. It should do. If not... Well I'm just I'm thinking after the
6: debacle with the last one which exactly. went to your old house
0: I'm confident mate that it's that it's just been that the postal regions or whatever have just I don't know but <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting myself worked up and worried about that too much if it doesn't arrive in today's post then yeah I will potentially flip out
6: Yeah yeah
0: but yeah, I think- I'm I'm cool until then
6: no it's cool i got a feeling <laughs> it'll be here I was say, I've was, i had that um, so I did order from, I often order from Zoom and I did it with the, not the last set of the time before everyone was getting it on Saturday and I was like oh where's mine where's mine I was getting all panicky and then it arrived on the Monday which is the actual official release date exactly. I mean yeah. you know when I used to work in a little independent DVD shop we were fined uh, if we sold stuff early so mm. I always sort of think you know well officially today is the day you should get it it's just always lovely if you do get it a day early exactly yeah and i've seen
0: quite a few people on twitter this morning saying um they've put screenshots of their uh, amazon or whoever they ordered it from saying it's been dispatched they're looking forward Mm. to it today so i'm not too bummed out at the moment because today like you said today is the the quote-unquote proper day to receive it anyway so we'll see if you if anyone hasn't seen any pictures of it (laughs) um over on Twitter or Facebook, then the next recording will be a massive rant about that stuff. <laughs> I might have to, yeah. Actually, there was a problem with it actually because oh God, when I pre-ordered it, uh, it was from my previous debit card before I changed banks. Yes, so I got an email saying from uh. Zoom to say your card has been declined. I'm like, oh no! But I did log in straight away and rectify that. So, and subsequently, I've had status updates to say that uh it's been dispatched and all that stuff so should be cool
6: yeah i've i've got a feeling it'll be there it's it's just the postman actually so i was gonna say we sort of shouldn't blame zoom because they send them out because we get the dispatch yeah so it's just down to the post isn't it yeah let's blame the postman
0: as always (laughs) as always yeah Yeah. (laughs) no it should be cool other than that bud i've not done anything over the weekend doctor who no No, i've been doing other stuff Mm -hmm. having a chance obviously watching who last night yeah yeah but other than that yeah nothing mate
6: not a lot. Yeah. Just talking to the postman, uh, our good friend Adam Amoon always laughs when he comes around to mine So I genuinely do have a piece of sticker tape across my letterbox <laughs> saying, do not bend my magazine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, because he thought it was joking. I said, no, I, I put that on there because I, I got so fed up with my Doctor Who magazine getting rolled rolled up like a scroll and shoved through the letterbox and bent it. Uh, so yeah, uh, I do yeah. actually have a stick on there. My post is actually really nice. I think it's just when he goes on holiday or whatever, we get you know, a different postman or postwoman as it was last time, the one I chased down the road. Um, So, yeah, so it's just there in case, you know, he's not around. (laughs) The old posties.
0: The old posties, yeah. Indeed. Rightio, like I said earlier, we have no news to go through. If anything big lands, by the way, then I'll do a a very short show and pop it out immediately because I'm aware that we've got a whole week to go before this is going to go out. True. Uh, But for now fairly really desolate but we do have a couple of pieces of merch to talk through so mm. shall we do that okay merch corner merch
4: corner merch corner it's a
0: bit rubbish
4: but it's pretty it's very pretty well there you are young man what do you think of that now eh a viking helmet i
3: know it's on the telly it's everywhere i don't
4: know whether to be impressed or disgusted
6: I work in a shop now hit help a Viking helmet. Wouldn't it be great if we had a Viking helmet won't we?
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
6: Imagine Dalek Tap rolling in wearing it.
0: And it, yeah, and it falls off and breaks.
6: Yeah. That's bound be about to
0: right. happen.
6: A yeah. mm. axe, dude. I love a Sycorax. axe. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Especially on a Monday. Surprised they haven't come back, you know. Genuinely surprised we've not seen them again. They was they were great. You think so? Yeah, Mm. I like the idea. I like the whole bloodline thing and all that, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they were cool, actually. They looked good as well. They did. Yeah. Very good makeup. Mm. Hmm. Yes. But those chaps over at Robert Harrop Ah. have updated. uh, This comes from their Facebook page. They've updated their uh, information on the Sycorax. This was teased uh, at some point last year, I believe, but it was delayed Uh, for some reason or other. But now they've said, nope, this is going to come this year and you can pre-order it at the end of the month. So if you head over to the Robert Harrett website on the 31st of January, you'll be able to pre-order. I'm not sure when it does arrive, arrive, probably a couple of months after that or a month later. But you'll be able to pre-order it at the end of January. And they've stuck a couple of pictures on here. There's um, the usual um, in-process, non-colour version. Which looks very cool, and they've got the the final color uh painted version, so nice to see some modern who stuff from Harrop mm, don't get me wrong, I love the fact that most of their stuff is classic who that's great, but it is nice to see the odd thing pop up from um from newer Doctor Who yeah, and on top of that, we also got um uh, a very small update that they're still working on the um, the uh, the character Gravis from uh, Frontios, which was one of the uh, Tractators. That's that, it, yeah.
6: Yep. Yeah, Tractator. Yeah,
0: so that figure is still coming as well. So it's really very cool that they they updated their page to to say that. And the, Gravi- the Gravis uh, character models are looking very, very cool.
6: It really does, actually. I like the look of both of these. I mean, the Sycorax mm. is uh, limited to 200, so it'll probably sell fairly quick, I would think um i think he looks very good it's a really nice mold <laughs> the painting on him is great like the the you know really vivid paints apps on him looks fantastic but yeah for me the 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 tractator figure um genuinely cannot wait for that to be released so I, I i just think there's such a weird design um i just <laughs> yeah i'm just so glad that they've done a figure of it i think i think that's going to look awesome but i'm very worried about those antennoid things on its head um, because they just look like the sort of thing that you, when you take out the box, they have arrived broken off. They look—I don't know. I hope they're nice and strong. Do you oh, know, you know would what think, I mean?
0: You would hope so. They yeah. look a little
6: bit, yeah. yeah, a little bit delicate. But he looks amazing. I mean, this is the sort of, this is them working on the figure, not even the finished article. But mm. man, that looks good.
0: It does. They are a very unique design. I mean, I know all of the monsters from who are mm. are unique, but this, um, but Gravis is a very, yeah kind of got fish fishy kind of eyes, but then he's got big hmm. plates like a giant, I don't know, giant snail or something with big plates on, but also got these big bug like ant sort of antennas and
6: look at his little yeah. useless hands. His little T yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. That's a story I haven't watched for a long time actually. Um Frontius. Frontius yeah. yeah, I haven't watched that for years. No, I think har they they put a lovely update out um on their Facebook page just before Christmas, I think, just saying because the x was meant to be their Christmas piece. You know, yeah. they always release a special for Christmas. They just said, guys, um, we just want to let you know these aren't going to arrive before Christmas. We really wanna like get them right. We really want to catch up with all the other stuff we're doing. And we just don't want to rush this stuff. Um so it's gonna be a slight delay. And I I just like the fact they did that. They just let people know you know they're gonna have to wait a couple more weeks, and I think the thing is, it's so that when people do order them, there isn't such a massive wait for it to arrive. Because I think with the Cybermen pieces, people were sort of pre-ordering them, and then they took about yeah about six weeks maybe, and people were like, "Well, where's the Cyberman?" You know. Um, so I think they've just been trying to catch up um, with stuff, and and yeah, I'm I'm just loving the look of these two figures. I genuinely, but especially the Tractator, cannot wait for him. Mm. Yeah. yeah but the sicker is cool i mean the sicker is a really lovely figure yeah i agree with you nice to have a new who figure come in as well yeah
0: mm. indeed. so just head over to robertsharrop.com you can check out all of their figures they've currently got but make sure you go over there on the 31st of jan so you can pre-order the sicker only 200 pieces and they do sell relatively quick these limited they do, ones yeah. yeah
6: and they do and when once they've sold out they are normally quite expensive on the on ebay mm-hmm. um so yeah it's worth getting i just of a game the bbc could have done uh, is it an orange that the doctor throws at the sycorax it is an orange yeah yes. imagine you know like at the fun fair we have to throw a coat you throw a ball at the coconut you could have a row of sycorax and just throw oranges at it <laughs> <laughs> i missed out there anyway swiftly moving on from that brilliant alan partridge style game that i've just came up <laughs> with uh, <laughs> big finish we have just announced um uh, a new set that's coming out with Caroline Ford called Susan's War, which uh, is also going to feature William Russell uh, as um, Ian Chesterton. God, of course, name? know it's Ian Chesterton. So um, I must admit, this all ties in with the Time War stuff, which I'm getting a little bit bored of. I'll be honest with you. I remember, remember oh. when the time, time War was first mentioned. It was a real cool thing because we didn't know a lot about it. Um, Then we got sort of little dribs and drabs and certain things tied into it. Now I feel like it's just been way oversaturated. But having said that, I really do like the sound of this particular one. So I probably will get this. I mean, I've always just really liked the character of Susan. She's from the very beginning, I think, you know, that original TARDIS team. I love it. So to have her and and Ian back, um, I am going to get this. And I think it will be a cool setup, actually. So it says, Gallifrey needs... Every Time Lord to fight the Time War, a summons has been issued across the universe to its prodigals. Whatever their skills, the war effort could use them. Susan's call-up papers have arrived, and unlike her grandfather, she is willing to join her people's battle and finally return home. But Susan knows the Daleks, and she will do her duty. Uh, So this is being released as a collector's box set on CD for $24.99 or a download at 1999. As I said, it's gonna feature William Russell as well, which is very cool. And um yeah, I'm just gonna see when is this out? So it's out in a couple of months, I think. When did I see this was April. Out? April. Mm-hmm. There we go. So yeah, I'm I am actually gonna get this. I don't know about you, mate. Um just think yeah, just think it sounds good. As I said, slightly put off with the time war stuff, just just literally because they've done the began time war stuff, they did the war stuff, just a little bit bored of the time war, but um, I just think having those two back together um, will be a bit interesting. So, yeah, sounds pretty good to me.
0: It does sound interesting. And the, the titles for each story is a four-parter, which is the common theme for for um, Big Finish uh, box set releases. So the first one is called Sphere of Influence, then The Uncertain Shore, then Assets of War, and then The Shoreditch Intervention. So some good... Some good titles there. I think this could be kind of cool. I'm like you, mate. I'm a big fan of Susan because she's been there. um, And Caroline Ford, obviously, she's been there since, you know, day one. She's Mm. the OG companion. Yeah. So uh, it's always cool to, to have her. I'm so surprised, you know, that she has not rocked up yet in any of Modern Who. I'm so shocked at that.
6: Me too. And I'll tell you what, I think the day of the doctor would have been the perfect, I really just think, feel like she should have been in the 50th, quite frankly. She should have been. Yeah. Yeah. And all the other doctors um, yeah, so I, I'm surprised as well. I really think it would. I've I've been waiting for that, and actually, and Ian Chesterton. I mean, how many chances did the Moth had to bring back Ian? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you know, he brought Cole Hill School back. But uh, yeah, I know. Um, that is a lovely photo of the two of them as well. That's it a is. recent photo yeah. that's on the Big Finish website, and it's um, they both look really well. Because do you remember uh, William, bless him, last year when he appeared at uh, LFCC? He looked he didn't look too good, did he? He looked quite frail, he'd sort of got this stubble I don't know, just didn't look particularly well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I don't know if he was just unwell at the time, but he's looking a lot healthier again, face is full of colour and just lovely to see them both looking so well. I think he's ninety five, you know. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's something like on, that. But, isn't yeah. it? he's yes, he's he's yeah, but he looks incredibly well in that photo and so does Carol Ann. So that is just a lovely picture. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very nice dude. So there so,
6: we go. Yes. So he's in I'm just googling William Russell to see how old he is. You're going to find exactly... I'm sure he is 95. I just branded him as being 95, and I'm thinking, is he 95? Yes, he is. Yeah, Yeah, he was born in 1924. Yes, he is 95. Yeah, wow. Wowzers. Wowzers, yeah.
0: So, Susan's War, available in April. You can pre-order it now from the Big Finish website. Right, that's news and merch, buddy. That's it. It's time. I feel like this is a big one. Yeah. It kind of is. I do feel like that. I feel like it's that American style, big mid-season kind of whopper that sort of grabs you by the balls. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Let's just say I wasn't expecting us to be in this position at this point in the series. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, dear.
6: Anyways, (laughs) Adam, what have we got this week? So this week, just a nice little genteel story about the Jadun. Nothing, nothing too much to talk about. It's called Fugitive of the Jadun.
5: A just need a warning transmission. Who are you?
7: The seas on the siege.
1: Trust me, Chris.
5: Sometimes.
0: These next time trailers are very short.
6: Very short.
0: Indeed, yes.
6: <laughs> Don't give a lot of weight, do they?
0: Not at all, no. Right then, Fugitive of the Jadoon. It was written by Vinay Patel and the Chibbers. It was mm-hmm. directed by Nida Manzor and it features the TARDIS fam with some <laughs> one very surprising supporting cast member and a bunch of other supporting cast members. And the uh, the kind of Story synopsis or blurb, whatever, is the uh, the Jadoon have been hired, they're on a contract to go to Earth and find, as the title would suggest, a fugitive, and they end up in Gloucester and they are trying to track down uh, this single person, which all fingers seem to point to. Uh, a guy called um, Lee Clayton, and uh, very comedically, the coffee shop guy <laughs> has got his number apparently, and uh, yeah. So it all sort of the way the story is in sort of builds up at the beginning is he's a they paint him out to be a bit of a shady character, but it turns out mm. he actually was a a bit of a, a watcher and a protector, I suppose. Um, he ends up getting killed by this character called Gat. And uh, the Ruth, who, who's his partner, who he's seemingly, seemingly been protecting, she goes off with the doctor uh, to try and find out what's going on with her because not as all well, it seems with her. In the meantime, uh, Graham, um, uh, Yaz and Ryan have been kidnapped and land on a ship with a certain person who he's been trying to actually teleport the doctor but is actually getting the companions uh this person gives them a warning for the doctor and then when they get back then transpires that ruth is not all she seems to be as i said turns out is a massive reveal for her and and it ends with uh yeah the the doctor being quite worried about what is uh, coming for her but the mind is settled a little bit by the fam
6: <laughs> the good old fam the
0: old fam so over to you as always dude what did you reckon what do you reckon to this one
6: yeah well uh this is quite a mind blow isn't it i really was just expecting a nice little genteel story i thought <laughs> yeah it's gonna be the judoom so i was expecting a sort of light-hearted fun episode to be honest i thought yeah it's just gonna be one of those you know isn't it judoom bit of fun um then the BBC America, or maybe even BBC over here, I can't remember, one of them suddenly bigged it up um, on social media saying you guys thought the master reveal was big, wait till this week so everyone's (laughs) like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? So all week it's been building, like what is this big reveal going to be It's going to top the master reveal and you know, that was great actually because it got loads of series going, I I chipped in mine, I thought it was going to be ace um, because of all the tie-ins recently like the new ace and 13th doctor book and the dark universe audio that's just come out that kind of leads into that and all that stuff and the trailer on the blue Rath, I thought, yeah it could be ace um but no it turns out to be well we'll get on to it and so yeah so this episode um just wow just unfolded and unfolded and there was just so much in it wasn't there just so much in it so I think everyone listening is probably going to know, but if you don't, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But so Captain Jack, as soon as I heard the voice, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, wow, it's him. It's not Ace, it's Captain Jack. Fantastic. And then this whole new Doctor reveal as well kind of blew my mind. I was like, what the hell? I really thought she was going to turn out to be the Rani. Right. Really thought that. Um, but no, she turns out to be a Doctor. We don't know where, we don't know what. And then this lone Cyberman thing. I was well. so like, wow, all this stuff in this episode that I just thought was going to be like a nice little mid-season romp um, turned out to be a real big, you know, game changer, a mid-season game changer, proper mid-season game changer. And um, I absolutely loved it from from start to finish. I loved it. Um, I really got engrossed in it. I thought the characters were fun. Um, the twists and turns kept coming. And I didn't see any of it coming at all. Um, And I did wonder because I thought, right, I need to give that another watch before we record. I thought, I wonder if it'll still have that impact on the second watch. Because sometimes when you get an episode like that, it's like bam, 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 wow, wow, wow. And then you kind of know what's coming the second time. So I thought it might not be as good. So I watched it and it was just as good. And actually I noticed more the second time around because you know what certain characters turn out to be. You suddenly start picking up on things um, so I thought it was great. A real surprise. I mean, you know, they managed to keep all this under wraps, which is brilliant. But it was just um, it kept me guessing all the way through. So I thought it was, you know, a really well written story. I mean, it seemed like they were really going for the sort of surprise element because, you know, even people dying like poor old um, all is allen. I was thinking, oh, it's such a like, well, they're not going to kill it. Oh, my God, he's gone. You know what I mean? And then it was just, there was no messing around in this episode. It was just bam, 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 action, 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 one thing after the other. And, yeah, I think you can tell. I really enjoyed it. I thought it's really good. Yes, a lot of fan service. Yes, I do appreciate that. There was a lot of fan service this episode, but I don't mind. I thought it was great. So, yeah, it gets a massive thumbs up from me this week. What about you?
0: Hmm. I'm going to say that unlike you and a lot of Twitter, I wasn't really taken much with it, mate.
6: Are you serious? I don't believe you. No. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell.
0: Ah, uh, Dude, just when we thought. So last week, when we reviewed Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, you and I both said it was a good episode, very enjoyable. Mm. But there was just something missing. There was, there's like a, we couldn't put our finger on it. Something Mm. missing that we didn't elevate it to like a a, a brilliant um, story. Yeah. And then this week comes along and it's just, it felt to me, I'll be honest with you, mate, when it, when it finished, I had such a massive smile on my face. Mm. And the first thing that came into my head was, this feels like, this feels like the RTD kind of good times, Doctor Who again.
6: It really did, actually. What was that one we reviewed quite recently where we said, "Ah, oh, it led the next time train," and we were saying about that sort of glow we got from from getting to that sort of that sort of type of story, and we were saying we don't really get that anymore. And it reminded me of that. Um, trying to think what story it was. Uh, what's the one before the Doctor gets shot by the Dalek? Tenth Doctor. I don't know. Oh yeah, it was um, Turn Left. When we when we reviewed Turn Left, we said about how that was just such an amazing episode, and at the end of it, oh, the yeah. next time trailer just left us absolutely like on the edge of our seats, and we we were saying we just don't really get that type of story now. It's a, it's taken the show's evolved into something else. Yeah, you know, not yeah. not better or worse, but it's different, a different feel. <clears throat> this episode really gave me that OMG buzz mm-hmm. of, uh, that I used to get from sort of those types of RTD episodes. Yeah, it was, really was uh, just a wow.
0: It was great. Yeah, it had. Um, it's just remarkable that the BBC managed. I mean, fair play. We've said it so many times, haven't we, that the chibbers likes to keep everything locked down. Yeah, and which is a good thing. Very because we've been saying that that's all well and good but we feel like he went too far with series 11. We needed a bit more uh, stuff up hand. However, you cannot fault his, his, uh, his need to lock everything down, especially for stories like this, because you really want, when you hear Captain Jack's voice for the first time, you want that goosebumps moment where you're like, no way he's, wow, he is back. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and then the whole character of Ruth becoming the doctor and, uh, having another person from Gallifrey yes. just, just, just in the story, like nothing's happened at all. Just, mm. she just, you know, she's from Gallifrey and and these everything. It was just how they, how they managed to very, uh, to cleverly write this and direct it and get it all well done in the space of time they had. Cause I, I would imagine if you, on paper, just the sheer amount of stuff that's happening in this story, you would think, "Oh, chibs, mucker, we're going to mm. struggle with this in one episode." Surely, this is like a this is this is the two part finale. Yeah, we're going to yeah. end on a massive <laughs> cliffhanger of this other Doctor. Surely, this is like finale status two part, and he's like, "No, no, no, no," but there's there's better stuff to come. Th- this is just the mid season, mid series thing. So, like. I I still can I still cannot believe that we've had an episode like this just plomped casually in no, the middle no build up nothing nothing spoiled just plonked in the middle of series 12 mm. and uh yeah it's just like you mate massive thumbs up I absolutely loved this episode and for me this is a lot of firsts for me the first episode where I truly thought from start to finish that Jodie is the doctor without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt um we again we've been saying haven't we that yes she's been better this series mm. but she's still having to deal with this awkward bit of writing now and then where she's has to do with a techie dialogue and exposition and i don't know but dude this one she she knocked it out of the park on this one
6: absolutely yeah totally yeah. agree with that the first time it? that
0: we saw sorry, sorry the, uh, the first time that we've seen um a- another We'll come on to it. I'm just going to tease it. Another TARDIS interior that's not the Doctor's. We'll come on to that. Uh, The the first time we've seen Captain Jack back, what was it, 10 years? The first time that we've had, uh, like I said, another person from Gallifrey just Mm. there um, outside of what happened on Gallifrey in the previous season. So we had that whole, let's save Gallifrey, let's freeze it in time. Mm. you know to try and save it so we had all those people like rassilon all those people there this is the first time we've actually seen someone who's blissfully unaware of what the doctors experienced through the time war and gallifrey and stuff so loads of firsts loads of really cool stuff and uh yeah tiny bit fan servicey but don't really care about that mate it was just so enjoyable you just whatever
6: yeah it felt like well it kind of felt like it sort of rooted the show back into you know, being sort of Doctor Who. And I, I don't mean that as a negative thing. I, You know, I'm all for sort of trying to make it fresh and bring on new people and all that, you know, Chibnall tried to do with series 11. I'm all for that. He's tried to do something new. But this sort of grounded it back sort of, I don't think, because I don't think there's anything wrong with having an episode for fans. You know, if you get, yeah, great. Do the standalone, do the bringing on new people. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having an episode like this, especially in the middle of a series, just to, really root it back to being Doctor Who, and this is one's for you guys, and there was a lot of fan service, but it for me it worked. It wasn't like hell-bent, where it all just felt a little bit clunky and shoehorned in and stuff. I mean, it, it really flowed for me, this episode, as I said, from start to finish, even watching it again last night. it I, I, I'm going to say it had the RTD feel. That's not trying to say, like, you know, oh, RTD is the god, but, you know, it just had that nice easy flow episode feel that I don't think we've had for a while. It didn't... There weren't bits in it where, you know, like in Resolution, the Dalek story, which had great moments, and then it would suddenly ground to a halt and we'd be in a cafe with Ryan and his dad and you'd be like, oh, what is going on with the pace of this episode? This didn't have any of that. It started off all light and fluffy, some lovely humour with um, Ruth trying to, you know, do you know, give her flyers out and the music and we're in Gloucester, lovely location. Just everything about it, the whole feel, just flowed really nicely to that. To then the Jadun arriving and it's all kicking off and then this reveal and the Tardis being unearthed and it just got better and better. And it just, as I said, the flow and pace of the episode was just what well, I would. I just think is just spot on. Like I said, a bit like that RTD feel of just absolutely getting it right in terms of the pacing the storytelling and the, the characters all all sort of working like i cared about the characters that's something that's been missing a little bit even old all ears allen he was quite sort of likeable one he? you sort of trying to you know bad mouth poor old um lee with this folder that he's collected on him and do you know what i mean it's like just nice characters again it just um yeah it all really worked for me i was thinking this is more like it this is good you're kind of hitting every note at the minute this is good
0: yeah, no, I completely agree. That's that's what I mean when I say, I think a lot of people, uh, I, I saw a few people mention this on Twitter last night after it went out. Mm. And and I'm sure it will resonate with a lot of people that are big fans of the RCD stuff. It felt like that because that for that very reason, the the characters were very well written. You connected with them immediately. Yeah. It was a shame that we didn't see more of Lee because like I said, good. yeah, mm-hmm. we, we all made him out to be the villain early on. And they did that very well with um with Alan, who yep got his dossier together is I think he had a bit of a thing for Ruth, didn't he, so he yeah, basically saying to her, "You can do a lot better than this guy, and
1: he
6: even wrote it on a cake <laughs> exactly, yeah
0: so <laughs> the characters within the story yeah. and us as viewers very much felt like you know Lee's this bad guy,
6: mm.
0: but it turns out we we find out later on in the story that he was actually the the doctor's protector. Yeah, know, looking out for her, so he had a bit of a bum rap, really, and uh, and but the thing is, it was so cleverly written that you initially thought that because he kind of owns up to it a little bit to begin with, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, you need to get out of it. You need to get Ruth. You need to get out of it. I'll handle all that you do," knowing full well that he was probably going to die, and uh, but he kind of sacrificed himself for. Now I don't know what to how to mention this throughout the rest of this review, whether to keep saying "quote unquote" the Doctor or just the Doctor. We'll have to discuss this a bit more in a minute, but mm. he knew he was going to die and he sacrificed himself for the Doctor. So yeah, I'd like to have seen a bit more, but then again, I think it worked like that because it really gave you a sense of, right, the Jaduna not messing around. And oh yeah. Al- and also the character who hired them, this Gallifreyan called Gat, she's clearly not messing around either. And I think that's been some of the issue with some of the era stories where, the aliens have not really been that they haven't really tested the doctor that much. They've not been that threatening really. Mm. And and they've, you know, quite a few stories they've either just been let go, the doctor's let them get away, or they've not really tested her. So it was good to see a good character and a good actor as well. This is a not just some throwaway guy who's just come out of drama school. This guy's been in loads of things. Quite a popular yeah, I recognized actor. Him. Yeah. Mm. So the fact he was only on screen for a few minutes, you know, is 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 a good thing because well, it's not a good thing. Like I said, it'd be nice to see more, but the, the the fact that he was he was there and then gone, murdered, really sort of upped the stakes. It was like holy crap,
6: they but, weren't messing around. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Mm. So,
6: do you think well. this could have been a two parter? I mean, that there was an awful lot crammed in to those 45, 50 minutes, and for me, it worked brilliantly. As I said, I thought the pace of the episode was was absolutely bang on, but there was so much going on. I was thinking, wow, it could have. I think it's great it was a one-part, actually. I think it's just a real great mid-season episode, but there was definitely enough room, I think, if you wanted to, you could have made this a two-parter. Um, you know, you could have developed the stuff with Lee and Alan and all that sort of thing, and Ruth, you know, dragged out the the reveal to the end as the cliffhanger. It could. I could see it being a two-parter. And it almost feels like a build-up, too. I, I mean, I think this is, I would hope, leading to a massive... Um, uh, finale, because I'm pretty sure we're going to see Captain Jack back because he didn't get to meet Jodie, and surely those two have got to meet before the series finishes. Surely, um, you yeah. know, we've got this lone yeah. Cyberman thing that's got to that's got to come into fruition. You've got the whole who is the Doctor Ruth? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of setup in this episode. There's a lot of unanswered questions, so. It's not a two parter, but in a way it does feel like a build up to something, doesn't it? It's gotta these questions surely have got to be answered. I hope he's not gonna do them off and leave it all hanging (laughs) until another three series. But
0: Yeah, well last week you said to me, Did you see that trailer they put out that was promoting the last half of series twelve? Yes. And I said I did, and it feels like the the last half of this series is really gonna ramp up and give us some cool stuff. And they did not disappoint. At all, you could see it coming as well because there's no reason for them to put that trailer out. There's no reason they've not done that before, have they? They've not done a a mid-series trailer, I don't think. They've Mm. always just done the big, like two or three at the beginning before the new trailer starts, yeah. And just relied on the next time trailers. I don't think they've ever done a a mid-series. This is what you've got to look forward to. I don't think so, Mm. anyway so yeah i mean that was great and then it, it just feels like everything's slotting into place nicely at the moment
6: it does yeah all yeah. the little strands all the little sort of breadcrumbs that we've been fed so far mm. this series yeah they do they feel like they're all it feels like they're, they're all there for a reason they're all starting to come together yeah it does mm. Mm.
0: also in terms of how the bbc is handling the show at the moment as well it feels like the tweets are going out timed nicely to provide a bit of build-up mm. chibbers is locking things down properly You know, it's got a proper, (laughs) when I say properly, um, uh, I mean uh, tactfully in a way that helps the story. Because I I still think that in some respects he should leak a little, not uh, he should release a little bit more, not keep it so locked down. But then for for stories like this, where you've got these big reveals, then absolutely that needs to be locked down. And so that's always so difficult to do as we know it's, television these days it's incredibly in social media it's so difficult to stop these things from getting out into the wild so
6: especially when you're filming because you know a lot of this is all filmed in um, gloucester wasn't it and um, so we saw lots of pictures of the Jadun um, filming pictures and you know you could see all the crowds of people watching and so yeah it's amazing that they've managed to keep so much under wraps so far and long may it continue because i think that's one of the good things about watching this last night is the amount of surprises in it <laughs> it was just mind-blowing it was like bam wow that bam another thing the tar- just the TARDIS as well when she was unearthing the TARDIS by the the TARDIS by the um <laughs> the lighthouse there mm-hmm. that that moment really sent shivers down the spine as well so like, what is going on here like you know there was moments like that just amazing you know and it's yeah it's brilliant that we don't have any of this spoiled so far, and, and I hope we get to the end of the series about having anything spoiled, because, do you remember those, I, I don't know if they still do it, but there was that that Twitter group that used to go to locations and take lots of spoilery pictures and, and stuff, and they used to, you know, I, I don't know if they've managed to sort of somehow shake them off, but uh, there would have been a time, in other words, when somebody would have got a long shot of that TARDIS, yeah. you know, oh look, Jodie's found a TARDIS in the floor, you know, it would have been, and uh, the, you know, there was a time when things got spoiled quite a lot. I can't remember what that group was yeah. called, but it you remember a, it, yeah. Yeah,
0: and they used to hashtag the same name as well. It was very annoying. It's very difficult. Yes, to, yeah. To avoid very it. difficult yeah.
6: for them to keep stuff under wraps. So somehow they managed to to do it, which is good. Yes.
0: Well, to be fair, the stuff that was the big that that were the big reveal was in sets anyway, wasn't it?
6: Well, the Captain Jack stuff was all in that one. Well, I say room, spaceship, Tardis, yeah. whatever you want to call it, but also um, Ruth as well. Ruth,
0: yeah, her, her, um, although she said outside that she was the Doctor, all you saw was a woman in a costume with a gun. You didn't, you wouldn't necessarily think if you were a viewer with a camera oh, up I on see. the hill, yeah. you wouldn't think, oh, that's that's a Doctor character. Yeah, I see. You know what yeah. I mean? So the actual reveal scenes were in sets anyway, so it's probably slightly easier to contain in that respect, but. See what you mean. Those guys did have a habit of getting their little faces in somehow and yeah. spoiling stuff. But yeah, it was um, yeah, it was great that they uh, that they like I said, just amazed that they just kept so much under wraps
1: because
0: mm. uh, there were some things on Twitter knocking around like Captain Jack. Is coming back tonight.
6: That's been, yeah, but I think because um, that's been rumoured so much over the last few years. Because we know how desperate John Barrowman's been to come back to the show, mm-hmm. and to relaunch Torchwood and stuff. I think. Do you remember he had a, he had a slight falling out with the Moth, didn't yes. he? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Do you remember when they had a bit of a? I think he mm-hmm. phoned him. And said, you know, I oh, can you bring it back? And I'm, I just remember him saying on stage something about Stephen Moffat, and Stephen Moffat got quite funny about it. But um, I'm sure they're friends now. But uh, yeah, we know how desperate Barronman's been to come back. So I kind of t- took that rumour with a pinch of salt. That's why I went with Ace because I thought, nah, they're always they're always rumouring Jack coming back. That's that's been you know yeah that's yep. been put to bed. So when I heard the voice. Even though they tried to mix it a little bit, it was so obviously Jack. Um, yeah. Well, that's so uh, obviously Jack.
0: Well, that's the thing. As another thing as well is, I I thought it was going to be Ace.
6: Did you?
1: It was
0: going to come back because you and I have said over the past few weeks um, that since we saw the trailer for the season twenty six box set, and then we saw we went to the BFI and we saw that talk with Sophie Aldred and then her books coming out, we've mm. both you know we've said that it just feels that. At the moment, it, it, every it just feels like Ace is back in the game, yeah. a little bit, you know. So it wouldn't have been beyond uh, impossibility for them to bring back Ace. It would have totally worked. It would have totally worked bringing back Ace right now. So I think, yeah, my mind was thinking, it, it's so you know because Sophie's been very quiet about whenever anyone's asked their questions, and we had this at the BFI mm. when somebody said it, it was a great way for your character to be closed off or written out or something and then she turned around and said or it's a great way for her character to be redone or to be Mm. recreated or something like that yeah so i was like you mate i thought it would totally work to bring ace back it would be very cool maybe Um, a spin-off
6: imagine that imagine if we went back to the sort of glory days of having an sj sarah jane spin-off and we had an Ace spin-off to run run alongside the 13th doctor that would be amazing
0: well it would yeah i mean that would work because um those of you that listen to Big Finish, um, the most recent one, the seventh Doctor uh, story, uh, Dark Universe, the way that I, listen, I finished listening to it yesterday, actually, the, the, the Ace character, the way that Sophie plays Ace in this story, the way she's written, mm. she's very, very independent and she's very much doing her own thing. And although she's a bit grumpy with the Doctor yeah. to begin with and she, you know, she's not too impressed and stuff, you get the feeling that even after the Doctor's gone, She's still going to carry on and do her own, her own thing. So it could have totally worked, but yeah, I think because John Barrowman's always plodded along and always been like, "Yeah, I want to bring Jack back. I want to do that." You're right; it does feel like oh, every episode, you know, almost every episode, Jack's coming back.
6: Yeah, um, <laughs> was but- it? Do you reckon he was on the TARDIS? Well? I know it, the thing was there was speculation because the inside of the ship look it did look like a TARDIS interior a bit because of the console, but then i'm thinking but then we saw the outside of it didn't we in a couple of shots in like a space battle and it that wasn't didn't look like a tardis so i don't know if it was it wasn't a tardis no no No. but then he says barryman was straight on twitter of course being (laughs) like jack's back baby (laughs) and then he did say um he did accidentally say yeah so right from the very first scene on the tardis jack is back and i'm like on the tardis He did actually sort... Is that a fraudulent slip, or is it just John getting it wrong? Or is is he talking about Mm. another scene that we haven't seen yet? Probably just a fraudulent fraudulent slip, but um, he does say TARDIS on his his Twitter feed. But anyway, it did look a bit like a TARDIS, but then compare that to the... uh, Let's just go there now. Compare that to the absolutely beautiful TARDIS that Ruth had. Dr. Ruth... (laughs) Her t- now that 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 to me is would be the perfect tardis interior. It re- it's a very much like the sort of condensed first doctor tardis interior, white walls, roundels, classic console. I, th- I think it's one of the best tardis interiors we've seen. I d- I was just my eyes just have never been so wide as when that hit the screen last night. It was beautiful. It was even better than what we saw. In was it Hellbent when they put together quite a nice they did, yeah, Hellbent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know in Invention in, in the Space of Time it's probably the best it's ever looked. That was beautiful, but but in terms of sort of Doctor Who stories, I, I think that TARDIS interior was stunning. Imagine if we had that all the time. And the exterior, the box, which looked a little bit like sort of um it looked a little bit like the first Doctor's TARDIS, didn't it, that we saw in mm-hmm. Twice Upon a Time. Yeah. With a massive lamp. I noticed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just both inside and out, <laughs> just absolutely gorgeous. Oh,
0: mate, I'll tell you, if I was Jodie walking onto that set, I would have been like, you've got to be kidding me.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I know. You'd be like, <laughs> this is, hang on, this, this should be my TARDIS. This yeah. is, um, I mean, that is, if they'd have brought the series back with that's interior, just amazing. I, 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 Jodie's interior has grown on me a little bit but not much. It it just feels so awkward. Like, you know, when they're having scenes, like even that very end scene, when she sat down talking to the fam and they're like, we're here for you, whatever happens. It, it still feels so awkward that set because their dad stood one side. She's got to sit on that thing. It doesn't feel very, I don't know. It's just, just not, I don't think it's ever going to be in my sort of favorites no, in terms of the so. console interiors. I don't dislike it. I think it's beautifully lit and they've definitely done, some nice stuff with it this series changing the lighting i liked her little goggle things on the mm-hmm. console that she was looking out you know it's 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 a nice interior it has grown on me but then you compare it to this and it's just ah oh. roost it has yeah. interior just knocks it out of the park for me anyway
0: yeah it's beautifully done
6: yeah it's got that nice mix of
0: classic who oh. and some modern who because it's it looks like hartnell's console
6: it it does yeah i'm pretty sure it's the harnell console yeah it it
0: looks pretty much the same as that with the roundels as well but it's also got these nice kind of flashy modern blue lights in there and some other bits and pieces and stuff and uh, it just it's so nice and like i said if joe i'm pretty sure jody would have walked in there and gone i feel shortchanged, to be honest yeah (laughs) why can't i have this one let's do a swap
6: Let's do a swap. But yeah. one thing did strike me, and um, I forgot to. The second time I watched it, I meant to look out for this and still didn't notice. How did they get into it? Because the TARDIS was buried, and suddenly they're inside it, and then you see it rocket it out of the ground when the Jadoon take it away. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, but how did they get in there then? Um, I'm guessing they just somehow climbed down in between the gap, but it was, yeah, it was, even that would be a bit, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There wasn't a scene of them sort of going in, was there? That was no, no. twice. No. Okay, so we just assume they somehow got into it before it was. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Unearthed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah next time you watch it, you'll see what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Just that it's still in the ground when the Jadun take it away. So I don't know quite how they got inside it. I don't know. Maybe the lid of. Maybe they took the roof off the Tardis and just climbed down into it from there or something. I don't know. Well, they took the lid off. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, beautiful, absolutely stunning. Yeah, loved all that stuff. Mm. Um. Yeah, so ah, oh, just that TARDIS, dude. I know, yeah, well, I, just... I know. Um, I hope we see that again. I don't want that to be the last we see of it. I really don't. No,
0: and it had, Did that you, perfect, um... it had that perfect look about it as well because one thing we've said about Jodie's uh, TARDIS interior is that it's always too dark, mm. which we get. You know, that's the design they're going for. But this one, it was dark inside. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't bright like it was in... Like the classic who, interiors, but it because everything was the TARDIS console was you know that turquoisey very light turquoisey light color, and the roundels and stuff and the bright blue lights it did give it that nice more open feel
6: because mm. it was lighter. Um, chameleon arch, chameleon arch yeah that's back, that's the thing. Hey, wasn't that a great idea to have her hit the. Smash this glass alarm
5: mm-hmm.
6: as the, as the, you know, you know, like, so I guess it's sort of the, similar to the watch. So the doctor had all his kept in the watch. Hers was smashing the sort of fire alarm. Like, what a great idea. I, re- I mean, I just stuff like that. That's w- what we've been needing more of. It's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic, you know. Yeah. And it just immediately took you back to,
0: um, human nature, family of blood, didn't it? You know, with the, the, the fob watch. Yeah. And, uh, when he opens it finally and all the energy Ooh, comes, comes back, back into him it felt like that because i remember when i was when she busted the glass they used the same sound effect that they did and i immediately thought ah oh, this is like doctor stuff uh, yeah i know that's very vague but <laughs> I, I just felt mean. like this is like uh, time lordy it's doctor stuff what's going on yeah but i never i never once thought that she would turn out to be or announce herself as the doctor i never once thought that we would get
6: didn't see that come in i i i thought it's the rani oh it's the rani they've brought back the rani um because i don't know i just thought that's where because like you said it it was becoming apparent as the story was going along and like you said that as soon as she hit that break the glass and all that stuff started happening i thought well it's not going to be the master i don't think because that's we've done that so if it's not the master but it's definitely sort of Time Lords being hidden away. Could it be the Rani? I thought, you know, so I was waiting for her to say it when she (laughs) came out with the gun. I thought, yeah, here we go. (laughs) The Rani's back. And then she said, doctor. And I went, doctor, doctor who? (laughs) It's like Dr. Ruth. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean like that, I did not see that come in, in a million years. Um, And we still don't know what is that about? Because the doctor doesn't know who the, the doctor is and, there was that nice little scene where they're saying the same thing at the same time, which is one of those scenes. If you get it wrong, could be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I think, they that was a great little scene. Um, because I think Doctor Roof was so strong in her sort of, when she became the doctor. Yeah. Because yeah. up to that point, she's a bit lost, isn't she? She doesn't really know what's going on. But as soon as she got that shirt and suit, or whatever she's wearing on, and and the glasses, when she was in the TARDIS wearing those glasses, she, I mean, she really did, even in those few minutes, she, you could see her as the Doctor, couldn't you? You really did feel like she was the Doctor, I've got to say that. Yeah, um, yeah. But where, where is she going to fit in the timeline? We don't, we don't know. Yeah. I'm slightly worried about that. I'm slightly worried oh. where that's going, but not enough to ruin my enjoyment of this episode because I, I thought Ruth was fantastic as the Doctor, really strong. Um, it did make me feel a bit for Jodie as well, because although we're loving Jodie now, it's taken a while, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really taken a while, I think, for her to sort of find her feet, whereas, in my opinion anyway, um, who was playing Ruth? Joe Martin. Martin? I mean, she just seemed to feel like the Doctor straight away, and I I think that's because when they announced Jodie as the Doctor, the first female Doctor, I really thought, really hoped she was going to be a bit more like this doctor, a little bit more kick-ass, very assured, very, you know, confident, which is how Ruth comes across as the doctor, doesn't she? You know, she's really not messing. I mean, when she goes, when she's opposite Gat, the way she deals with Gat and the Jadoon, like, you know, you really don't want to mess with me, she sort of says, and she's a real strong doctor. And that's, I think what I was hoping for when we got Jodie. So, It's sort of, in a way, she felt like the sort of female Doctor that I really wanted, Um, so I really warmed to her straight away, which is nothing against Jodie, because I am really starting to like Jodie's Doctor now, but the comparison Mm -hmm. between the two, and they almost point it out in the script, don't they? It almost felt like they were sort of putting Jodie down a little bit, because this Doctor Ruth is so strong and so no-nonsense. You really feel like she would shoot you if if she needed to. Mm And you've got sort of Jodie carrying around looking a bit lost. And you I felt a little sorry for her in a way, which I think we're supposed to. But yeah, it did make me think, oh, you know, you're slightly undermining our new Doctor, bringing in this really strong Doctor in a way. It was a, it was a bold move, you know. And yeah. would—and as I expected, a lot of people were straight away like, you know, like the Jodie haters were like, ah, oh, she was well, like the Doctor in five minutes and Jodie's been in two series, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm. You know, I mean... I can sort. I'm not saying I agree with them, but are you kind of feeding, you kind of feeding that by bringing in this really strong personality as the doctor, and then making you know the current doctor a bit gormless, even though she sort of saved the day in the end. But I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you think, as much as we're both liking Jodie, that is a strange thing to do, isn't it? Is to bring in this really strong character like that and sort of almost undermine the current doctor a little bit? Yeah, because you know? Jodie looks lost. Did she, I mean, I really felt sorry for the Doctor at the end when she comes out, you know, she just looks like she's a bit like the viewer, just a bit like she just doesn't know where to she go. She's like, what just, yeah. what just happened, you know? Mm. So you really feel sorry for the Doctor, Jodie's Doctor at the end of this. But in terms of, you know, the actors and the writing point of view, what do you think about that? Because Dr. Roof was strong, wasn't she? She was, she was good.
0: She's very strong and...
6: It, like, if she yeah. was the new Doctor, I'd be happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, it's it's hard to... I think it's it's easy to think now, yes, we've seen this very strong performance from Joe Martin mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but I think we'll need to see what... We'll need to see how this story moves along. Yeah. But just, in, you know, initial thoughts after seeing the both, of you know, two of them together on on set at the same time, it's very easy to think... Ah, uh, you know why couldn't Jodie have been more like this, Doctor? Yeah, right off it, the
6: bat. But and it's down to personal taste, is it? Because that's just what I would have liked as a Doctor. But other people will absolutely love the more zany, you know, carefree Doctor that Jodie is. It's it's just a personal taste, isn't it? So it reminded me a bit of like if you had the fifth Doctor and the sixth Doctor in a scene together. It's just two very different Doctors that everybody will prefer one to the other. It's just a personal, you know, yeah. preference if you like.
0: Yeah. But one thing that was apparent, though, I said this earlier, is that Jodie is being, she's, her, the writing is better for her in this series. Oh, yeah. But in this story in particular, I know that we're saying that, that the Dr. Ruth character was very strong and stuff. Jodie still had her moments in this one, though.
6: Oh, definitely. And as I said, you I'm know? not saying it to take anything away from Jodie because she was excellent in this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she definitely, definitely um, had a few scenes where she wasn't messing around either. Mm. So that the the scenes near the beginning, where she's dealing with the Jadun, she's ve- she was very strong when she was talking to the 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 lead Jadun character. Mm. Uh, he had a name, didn't he? In this one? It's, oh, did he? It, he, they, they had a name. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, hold on, the Jadun captain was called Paul Paul Condon. Uh, which apparently is a tribute to um, uh, a, oh. a Doctor Who fan that passed away recently that was a friend of Chris Chibnall.
6: Yes, that's right. His I remember name, seeing that now. Yeah, yes. his name
0: was Paul Condon. Yes. So they named him Paul Condon as the the captain.
6: This is really nice, yeah. Really, really nice, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, we'll come on to the Jadun in a second, but those scenes there where they're ready to set up that, whatever it was, um, at the flat that Ruth lived in, Jodie's mm. not having any of it. She's like no 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 you you know this is not happening. She's laying down the law like you know you don't have jurisdiction here and this is not part of blah blah blah. So in those scenes she was really good. Mm. And also the scenes where she's later on when they're in when the Jaduna there and Gat's there and R- the the Ruth character has said look whatever you do don't say that you're the doctor as well. Let me do the talking, let me handle it. But then literally within 30 seconds Jodie's like no I'm not having this. Yeah, you know she she sort of steps up of yeah it. mm. so it, it's great because i think that's i think jody needed that i think her character needed another strong character for her to then just step her game up a bit more as well because mm. i think the only people that she's kind of faced off against haven't been the strongest of villains for her and then the companions although they've been a little bit more feistier this season, especially this one at the end as well, when Yaz is like, "Don't talk to him like that."
6: Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, Yaz getting a bit, of, yeah, answering yeah. back.
0: So I think the companions they've been a they've been a little bit more. They've had a bit more bite to them as mm-hmm. well. But I just those things haven't been enough for Jodie to be like, right. I've really got to you know get get the show rocking and rolling. And I think it was somebody like Joe Martin beside her. I think that was needed to then make her performance a lot more give it a lot more gravitas because she did light up the, you know, most of the scenes that she was in. She was great. But, yeah. Know.
6: She was, she was good. This series. Yeah. I just said, uh, yeah, uh, this episode, sorry, not series. Well, just before we move off Dr. Roof though, what, what are your series is? Cause I can't help but think, I mean, I think she's going to tie into the timeless child. I think that's almost uh, inevitable surely. And I'm wondering if she is the timeless child. Cause we got that quick flashback, didn't we? of Of the kid. And I'm thinking, is that kid her then? So, I don't know, where, where do you reckon we're going with this? Or is she an unbound doctor from an alternative universe? What What is she? What do you reckon? Yeah, or is so, she the the dreaded rumour of an incarnation before oh, yeah. William Hartnell? I mean, that I wouldn't like to see. That I wouldn't like to see, I've got to be honest. I think William Hartnell should always be the first doctor. but um, Of course. Yeah. yeah, where do you reckon Ruth fits in then?
0: Yeah, so I've got a, an alternate theory here, dude. Oh, good. So right at the beginning, when we reviewed Spyfall, we asked each other the same question. What is this timeless child thing? And, I, yeah. and my answer to you was, I think this has got something to do with Rasselon I think, you know, and we had a discussion about that. I've changed my mind since then. And I think that the the Doctor is the timeless child.
6: The Doctor's
0: Doctor. Yeah, and the reason I say that is because I think that she is re... I think that one of two things. This Doctor is alive and well through, like, infinite parallel universes. Mm -hmm. And I think somehow, I don't know how, it might be explained, but somehow she's, she's able to exist... As one character. Because if you think about the the theory of multiple universes, everybody is a different type of character across each universe, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas I think that the Doctor is just constant throughout each thing. So it's the same person, the same character, running through all these different universes. Mm. That's my first thing. Or the other thing is that when at some point in the Doctor's life or journey, something happens and she gets reborn and then as she's going through her incarnations it's like a different story and stuff um so i think th- that lends itself very well to the timeless child where at some point in her life whether she naturally dies or their character is a certain event in her time stream or journey something resets and she gets reborn and she's in like an in like an infinite loop mm. so she's constantly going through her incarnations and that's the timeless child thing. So I think it's mm. one of those two things.
6: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What about you? What? And
0: in terms of Ruth, I really hope that they haven't rewritten the 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 history and there is a doctor before Hartnell. I think for the sake of the, the history of the show and everything that's grounded from that has to be Hartnell number one. But what do you think?
6: Yeah, no, I don't think, because that was a, a rumor that came out before series 12. And I don't think it could be that because she's her TARDIS looks like a TARDIS. I don't know. There's so many things, isn't Oof. there? Because it's a bit like at one point I thought, do you remember ages ago you said how cool it would be if they, when they did the regeneration, if they brought in the new doctor mid season.
5: And I yeah. thought, oh,
6: ma- imagine if they've done that. Imagine if Jodie's actually leaving at the end of series 12 and they've brought in the new doctor halfway through and this is who she's going to become. I mean, you know, that crossed my mind, but then Jodie, uh, the doctor says, you know, you're not from my future and you're not from my past. So, um, yeah, it's a real mystery, and I, I don't know where it's going. I really don't. I don't think it'll be before Hartnell, because her TARDIS already looks like a police box, so it shouldn't be before Hartnell, because, as we know, good old Clara pops up and points the Doctor towards the TARDIS. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't think it'll be before Hartnell. I hope not. Yeah. yeah. No, I hope not. I w- wouldn't want to see that. Um, I think Alternative Universe is probably the most likely... Not really sure. Not really sure, but I'm very intrigued by it. Mm. Intrigued to see where it goes. But yeah, I just I just want to see a bit more. I really did like um, Ruth as the doctor. I thought she was quite. Yeah, there was definitely more scope there. I'm pretty sure her and Barrowman, um are going to make another appearance. That is almost a given. I would think. Yeah,
0: I think it was last week, or even the one before that. We was we were talking about the the stories so far for Series Twelve. And I did say that it would be great if we had a bit more moth going on in series twelve. Yeah, and right on cue, this feels very. It feels like like the the look and fi, uh, sorry the the writing and the characters and the feel of the episode felt very RTD. Mm. The story arc and the the massive like timey wiminess reveal of it all felt very moth. It did. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I just got that. No, I do.
6: I absolutely do. It's it's spot on. And it makes me wonder how much of this was Vinny Patel and how much was Chris Chibnall. Mm Because if this is what they managed to come up with together, maybe they should do more together. But yeah, I'm wondering how much of it was Vinny, how much Chris. Because yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. It feels like RTD and Moff got together and it's the sort of thing they would come up with, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hello? Is that the Moff? Yep, Chibbers. Yeah, Vinay's up this week, <laughs> but I kind of need to inject a little bit of. Uh, we need the audience to be, to be amped up and stuff. What you got? What you so got sweet, Lovely. <laughs> yeah. And then an hour later, Russell. Yeah, gibbers. I really need some decent character writing going on. Could you just have a look at this script. Yeah, lovely. It, it felt like that. What that's what's happened. It's like yeah. he's had a quick chat with the previous showrunners, and they've like, okay. Have you thought about doing this, or maybe try and do this a bit more, or that?
6: Actually, you know, I, I was going to say, joking aside, actually, I suppose we've got to hand it to Chibnall. Um, all the sort, a lot of the weaknesses that we have sort of criticised for in Series Eleven, it does seem to have ironed out mm-hmm. in Series Twelve. So, you know, hats off to your Chibs. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe he's just become more um, settled. Maybe he's got a few things out of his system. Because I think the moth was like that when he when he took over. He, he got all this stuff he wanted to do and then he kind of relaxed into it a little bit. A bit too much, I think. He kind of got a bit <laughs> complacent. But I think Chibnall seems to be in a good place at the minute, doesn't he? He seems to be... He's sort of introduced his new doctor, he's done a few bits that he needed to do and now he's sort of going in and this feels to me like the sort of doctor that perhaps he has been wanting to sort of build up to, to, to write, you know, like I've always said, cause he's a lifelong fan. he's probably had all this stuff in his head for years that he would love to do, but maybe he felt like he'd got to sort of start afresh first before he could get into the mm-hmm. deep yeah. stuff that he's yeah. had buried away in his head for years. I don't know. That's how it feels to me. Anyway, it feels to me like he's like, right, we've established a new doctor. Now I can do all the yeah. You know, now I can do all the Gallifrey stuff that I've been wanting to do for years. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll see, see where it goes. But it's it's yeah, it's all working for me at the moment. Just hope it doesn't all go a bit um, belly up.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a strangeness about that kind of theory. The same things has happened with the with the sequel trilogy in Star Wars, mm. and I, I get the feeling that the same thing happened with the Chibbers when the Moth was leaving and they had to replace him with a new showrunner. And the Chibbers was obviously doing some kind of pitch to the BBC and probably said something like, look, I'm not going to do this unless we have a female doctor because we know that's." he said that. He said, I wouldn't do it unless we have a female doctor. That's a must. And he probably would pitch something along the lines of, look, we can't keep remaking the same show over and over again. We have to do some new stuff. So we need to do away with all the monsters that we see, series in, series out. Um, due to contract stuff we'll have one of them back obviously but you know in yeah. terms of everything else we really just need a bit of a reset let's go off and do brand new stuff new monsters let's not lean too much on on uh, on who that we've seen recycled over the years and same thing happened with ryan johnson with the last jedi probably went in and said look you know let's do all this new stuff but then very quickly you get to realize that actually the stuff that you wanted to get away from is pretty much what the fans want to see they mm. just want to see it done in a clever way that's entertaining yeah. they, they don't want to you know <clears throat> go too far away from what they know and love so you saw that with the rise of skywalker they brought jj back he tried to bring everything back to a more friendlier familiar tone and it seems like the same things happen here with series 12 the all of the feedback and reviews from series 11 is like okay well the fans clearly want to see familiar doctor who Mm. So now let's start bringing characters back. Let's bring monsters back. So it really feels like Chibbers has listened to, not necessarily individual things, because I think that's like, you know, you can't, I just can't imagine the Chibbers sitting there looking at Doctor Who forums and Twitter I don't think he does. I think he said
6: in, in quite a few interviews that he doesn't read criticism. He's just making what he wants to make and hopes people enjoy it. But that's why I'm wondering if he sort of had this plan all along or... Um, because I think didn't he You know, remember when he first took over like you said we know that he said he would he wanted a female doctor that was kind of one of the conditions of him taking the job I think. But didn't he say at the time something like they? they he got this five year plan that he pitched to the BBC. And he said to them, you know, he said he didn't think they'd go for it. And he was amazed that they did. I seem to remember something along those lines in one of his early interviews. Yeah.
5: He's he like, did. yeah, I had yeah.
6: this idea. Um, or a female doctor I had this sort of five-year plan. I pitched it to the BBC, and to my amazement, they went with it or something. But um, yeah, that is going way back, obviously, to yeah. when he was first announced. But I'm sure he said something like that along those lines in an interview. So, yeah, it just makes you wonder if that's the case. Maybe he sort of did have this rough plan of sort of, right, you know, I've done the first series, I've made it my own. Now I can bring back a few faves and I can sort of do a bit of that. And who knows where he's going to go from, from
0: here. But um, yeah, you can just tell though, that when we reviewed series 11, by the time we got to the end, one of the things that we said was the episodes that were written by Chibbers were dreadful.
6: They were the weakest in my view. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the ones that we got from guest writers or new writers were actually pretty decent. Mm, yeah. This time round, however, I've really enjoyed the episodes that the Chibbers has written or co-written. There seems to be just a massive 180 on the mm. quality of writing and the storytelling. That I I re- I'd like um, Spyfall, and now this one, they've been really really good from the Chibbers.
6: This feels very different to Vinny's um, Deems the Punjab EP, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. when when I, I spoke to him very briefly at a book launch um, recently, Vinny. Tell and I did say to him, Looking forward to your ep in series 12. And he's like, Yeah, it's very different, very different. He said, Um, which is absolutely true. But yeah. so I'm wondering, yeah, is this more this does feel more chibbers to me from from sort of what he's been doing, like in terms of spyfall and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if Vinny was the sort of Jadoon side of things, maybe,
5: yeah, possibly. But I don't know if yeah. we'll ever
6: know. But did you feel they were they were used well, or did you think they were a bit sidelined? The Jadoon, um. Sounded like Kermie there. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like they were kind of used okay. And the mm. reason I say that is because they they obliterated somebody quite early on. Yeah, so, old Alan. Old Alan, yeah. So I thought, yep, these guys, are they're going to be, you know, no nonsense is going to be cool. Mm. But then shortly after, so the build-up at the beginning part of it, in the first act, I suppose, when they're threatening to turn on this, anti whatever it was beam thing at the flat and the doctor's trying to you know cool them down a bit and stuff and this is after they've gone into the cafe and killed the dude and stuff i thought yeah these guys mean business but then shortly after that you don't really see them that much and then when we see them later on uh they just standing around uh, yeah and not really doing much so i thought yes they were they were good I, i thought they were good it's always nice to see
6: some old monsters come back and they, they were fairly good, but they've never looked better. I mean, they looked Mm. amazing, didn't they? Like the, the sort of, I don't know if it's a mix of prosthetics and CGI. Is it the, the way their faces move? I'm not sure, but they looked amazing. The bit when she snapped his horn off made me, Oh Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit like, wow, that's harsh. Um and also that bit where she really kicks those Jadun's <laughs> asses in that church was a great scene. Yeah. My yeah. word, Dr. Roof, didn't she? Wow. Um I, I, I really like the Jadun this because I as much as I like them, they're not the most exciting of sort of well, you wouldn't call them an enemy, would you? But they But they I do find it quite interesting. Hmm. that they're these sort of trigger happy police. So they're sort of in between being good and bad is really bit a uh, bit in the middle aren't they they're not one or the other um yeah, but, yeah i thought they were they were great in the first half of the episode i liked the humor when they threw the sort of ticking clock through the windows like you have 30 <laughs> seconds i thought that was all quite funny yeah um i've never known four minutes last so long though you? they yeah. managed to get up those stairs find yeah. a box have a good old chin wag and it was still had 48 seconds left but <laughs> yeah but no I, I thought they were pretty decent and they looked fantastic and so did gloucester Made for a great backdrop.
0: Oh, the cathedral and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. lovely.
6: Is I wonder where that lighthouse is as well. I'd love to go there. That's probably not in Gloucester. No, I doubt it. No, um, no I would have to Google that because that looked. Yeah, that looked pretty cool as well. Mm. Mm. That's a lovely shot as well of Jodie at the top of it when the camera panned up and she's. Oh, the, the top drone of it. shot when it's going yeah, round. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, really. I mean, the direction in this was great. Who was the director? Um, it was. Oh, Nida Nida Mantle. Need a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nida's from Genesis Starlight, sorry. Um yeah, yeah, great, great direction, I thought. Really as I said, the way it cut and flowed and everything was really good this week. What did and she direct before? She did, yes.
0: She did, she's already done one story for who, hasn't she?
6: Did she do um uh, Tes- last week's Tesla. Last yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah. Um and while I remember I thought Segan's music was quite good this week. A bit better this week. Yeah, there's a lot of action music yeah. and some nice twinkly music at the start when it was all we thought we were in for just a nice little Sunday episode with nothing going on. But, you know, yeah, I thought Segan was pretty decent this week. Yes. Some good drumming with the Jadoons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What did you reckon to, I know we mentioned him briefly, but mm. the, um, Captain Jack, John Barrowman's performance as Jack, do you reckon it's like as if time's not gone by or did you think he was different this time round? I thought he was uh, fairly consistent, mate.
6: Yes, I was going to say, I thought he was just... I mean, I think the the line's quite blurred between Jack and Barrowman anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of felt like he'd never been away to me. Um, I, just, I think you could just tell that he was loving every single second of every single line that he said. Um, I thought it was fun. I love the fact that when he was... all the interplay between the companions, like mistaking Graham for the Doctor and... You know, I like the silver hair and all this sort of stuff. And hmm. then he's like, gets Ryan and Yaz up there and he has a bit of a joke with them, something. But didn't he say something like, oh, I had a dream about this once because he makes a joke about so many companions, doesn't he? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was kind of as if he'd never been away. And it just adds that there's a couple of points this episode where I think, this, you know, the script writers are talking directly at the viewer, which is when Yaz says, oh, he's cheesy, but good cheesy. I think that's, mm, that's, that's how cool. I feel about it. It's yeah. like, it's cheesy, but good cheesy. And also, I felt like when Ruth was criticising the Doctor's Sonic, she's like, well, why do you need that thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's that's kind of a bit of, you know, that's talking to us, the viewer. Because I did think that. I mean, mm-hmm. I suppose if I had one minor criticism about this episode, it would be that blimmin' Sonic again. It was oh. used a lot, wasn't it, in this oh. episode. I It was kind of used in a good way, though. It's about the only thing I can say. It was just used for readings and... I can sort of accept that if it's just sort of reading signs and you know, if it's not opening every door and whatever, then fine. But so I'll let them off. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was used a lot, but it was mainly used for doing the same thing. So fair enough, I suppose. And the psychic paper was back again, Again, but um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say I think those are the only two little gripes I had with it really. But yeah, but Dr. Roof made a comment, didn't she, about the Sonic said, you know, Oh yeah. Why are you using that thing instead of brains or something? I thought, yeah, it's it was almost as if the writers are sort of talking to themselves when yeah. writing this a bit, yeah, we yeah. should should get rid of that sonic, yeah. But anyway. Um No, I like Captain, yeah, Captain Jack, man. yeah, yeah. Love, lovely, great to have him back. I really it was it was nice to see him and um the whole thing of Did you miss me? I mean, it's just so barren, isn't <laughs> of it? Of course, yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. great the way
0: he just planted one on Graham and <laughs> that was all funny and uh,
6: Yeah, Graham's face is a picture. Yeah. Um yeah, that was all really good stuff, really nice humour and I just when I just think of this episode, I just cannot believe how much they crammed in, and mm-hmm. I don't just mean about the reveals. I just means in terms of so many nice scenes and that you know just so many things going on and just so many reveals. It's 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 incredible actually when yeah. I think about it. Um, the the Nana jeans
0: yeah. were back. The Nana jeans as yeah. well.
6: Yes, crazy. Another one. Nana jeans. Yeah. That was a that was great to see. I mean, I was yeah. Yeah, just brilliant. I, again, it was another moment where I was like, "Oh my god, nanogenes, brilliant!" You know,
0: it was great. Yeah, yeah. so it was great yeah. to see Captain Jack back, and it was also great to. I think it was good that he didn't meet the Doctor in this episode because a lot of people said in their thoughts afterwards, "It's like, oh no, it's gutted that the Doctor didn't get to meet Captain Jack again." But I think that was good to keep them apart well, in this one.
6: That that's gonna. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's going to come back. I think and- he will. Yeah and they will meet, because yeah. I, I kept thinking, that. I thought, I was thinking this whole episode, you know, went, once he appeared, I thought, oh, right, so this episode, yeah, Jadoon, Jack's back, I see, this is the big reveal, fantastic, so we're all leading up to the very last few minutes when Jack's going to meet the Doctor, that's where I thought the episode was going, but oh, no, that all <laughs> gets pushed to the side, and then we get the Doctor reveal, and it's like, what? So, there's a lot, I think, yeah, I think the Jack and the 13th they've got to meet surely in an upcoming episode that would be criminal if that didn't happen but he did say she won't see me for a while well then i guess that could be in terms of you know yeah time travel i I was gonna
0: say that's probably not in terms of seven earth days broadcast time (laughs) that's probably just that could just be the next story for a week yes Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah i imagine in reality it's probably the finale Um, hopefully uh, yeah but it was great to see him back though and it was great to have him plant the big warning as well about the the lone Cyberman that sounds
6: yeah that sounds good when is the Cyberman ep? it's not next week is it? It Uh, I don't know when the uh, when that dude's popping up no I can't remember what episode that that is I've just had an awesome vision in my mind though of the finale you know like 13th Doctor Roof to her left Jack to her right just kick in some Cyberman mm-hmm. silver ass <laughs> <Pretty awesome. laughs> you know I mean? or yeah. something. I don't know. I think there's a potential for a really good final here. It's um, it's hard to believe, really, that this is all coming from the same minds that thought Ransgolf Kolos was a good finale. It's <laughs> just, I still can't quite get know, over that yeah. as a season finale, but um, this, I'm hoping, is going to make up for that. <laughs> um
0: and just quickly what did you think to the character gats then because this is the whole thing because ah. it was really interesting to think that because at the beginning they said they said the companion said you're all chatty and smiley at one point and then you you're off you know a million miles away and yeah you kind of i think that what they're saying is you're being very distant at the minute what's going on and she said that she's been off to gallifrey by herself quite a few times mm. And then later on in the story, this character Gat is the reveal that she is from Gallifrey. And when the Doctor does the mind transfer thing and shows her her vision of Gallifrey, yeah. she's like shocked. She's like, this can't be right. So we've obviously got two two versions of Gallifrey here. We've got one which has not seen the Time War, which is intact and has Gallifreyans alive and everything. And we've got our Doctor's version, which has been you know destroyed and stuff. But the character... Um, the, the actress' name was um, Rita uh, Ritu Aria Aria. I th- I'm probably saying that wrong, um, but she was a really interesting little character, and I'm I'm guessing we're
6: going to see her again. I, I think. It? Didn't she get it? Um, no, because the gun backfired and oh, shot her, didn't Oh, it? crap. Sorry. Yeah, yeah she's oh. gone. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Another one gone. There was quite a lot of death in this, actually, thinking about it. Yeah, the, yeah Dr. Gone, Ruth, mate.
0: she sabotaged the gun because she knew she was going to try and shoot her. That was right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, what I mean is um, I'm sure we're going to see Gallifreyans from, because it, it's very clear that the Chidoon and Gat and Dr. Ruth were all from their own timeline, mm. if that makes sense, their own reality. Yeah. Um, and they've clashed somehow with our doctors and our ones. So, yeah, the whole Gallifrey thing is very—that's a whole mind melter in itself. But
6: I liked Gat. I thought she was a really yeah. interesting character. Like you said, um, uh, quite a good potential there. Um, shame she's gone. Really, if she has gone, has anyone really gone in Doctor Who? We never know. Clearly but- not. She no. could be, come back in, you know, in the past, but in our future. But yeah, I, I thought Gat was cool. I thought it was a good performance from Ritu. Did you say Ritu? Uh,
0: Ritu Aria,
6: I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked her before. So I like the look of her as well. It was quite interesting. Just makes you think, why didn't the Doctor just do a mind thing with um, Dr. Ruth? Maybe she could have just got in her head and had a bit of a rummage around to see what was going on or was she just a bit scared that Dr. Roof would slap her get off me girl <laughs> well,
0: well yeah i mean there's also there's, there's a dangerous thing with that i suppose
6: ah uh, yeah do not do not t- cross the streams yeah it's
0: like a ghostbusters thing isn't it yeah yeah oh dude so much going on in one i know in one story it's crazy yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh what did you think t- i think we we spoken about lee played by neil stook quite a short part for a for a good actor but
6: yeah, he was good though, wasn't he? Really good. Uh, it seemed like so obvious that he was the, the sort of fugitive, but he, I still bought into it. I was thinking, well, they, they've set him up as the fugitive, so it can't be him. But then when he was alone with the Judoon and you thought he was going to confess, I thought, oh, well, okay, so he is the fugitive. And then, <clears throat> bam, another twist, he isn't. But yeah, yeah he was good. I, I was a good character. I liked him.
0: All ears, Alan, the coffee shop owner, working yeah. on his lattes.
6: Bordering on a hammy performance, but I liked him. I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah. I was very shocked when he got killed. It's funny because he was one of those sort of weak, uh, sort of personalities in his character, but. Then he gives the old Jadine a bit of a shove, doesn't he? Oi! Uh uh oh, Alan's suddenly <laughs> <laughs> found a pair. And he's like suddenly oh, I was like, oh dear, this isn't gonna end well for Alan. Um so that was a funny moment, but oh, wow, yeah. I didn't expect him to get killed off like that. I was shocked. shocking. Yeah. Oh, and poor old Granny with her knitting needle, she got it as well. Yeah, well you don't That mess was with another the one jadoon, I mate. was not expecting poor old Granny to get it. <laughs> You that do that not. shocked me as well. I was like, not Granny. Yeah. I don't know what she's called. Granny. Oh, Granny Morris or something. Can't remember. Marie. I don't know. They did say her name. Anyway, yeah. So those two um, were fun little side characters that um, I think we've been sort of missing those. You know, like we've had characters, like I said, like Orphan 55. I didn't really care about any of them. Uh, and they were in it for a whole episode. But at least in this story, we got two little, very minor characters, Alan and Granny maurice i think her name was um and i just even though yeah i just was like oh no when they got killed so (laughs) that was granny marcia maybe i don't know anyway marcia i think yeah marcia yeah Yeah. not maurice marcia um yeah they were they were good they were good little side characters they were yeah
0: michael begley who played all is alan (laughs) you might have recognized him Uh, he was one of the pirates in the episode the curse of the black spot
6: Oh, right, okay. No, I didn't recognise him, but okay. Yeah,
0: so he's second out in with who. Mm. Yeah, he's a good little character, though. And yeah. that scene where he shoves, that is so funny, man.
6: That was good, wasn't it? When he gives it, he's like, oh, then he realises what he's done. Yeah, shoving what, the Jadoon.
0: What made me laugh was the other Jadoon, <laughs> that kind of gasp, like, oh!
6: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like, like, what have you done? What have you? you, you <laughs> but
1: the,
0: the other thing that made me laugh as well was uh, when they're the out in the street and old granny Marcia's not having any of it, they zap her knitting needles away first. <laughs> a, a warning shot. I've like been
6: working on those for nine weeks. Nine weeks. She's
0: only got a tiny little bit.
6: I know. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, knitting needles were a goner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> One thing I didn't know. Now, has this been? Has this actor done this voice before? But apparently, Nick Briggs did the voice of the Jadun captain.
6: Yeah, I didn't realise it was him until literally we started recording and I saw the cast list. Um, has he done the voice of those before? Mm, don't know i thought he was normally cybermen and daleks but yeah yeah he may have done that before i, I was surprised i didn't realize it was him i was surprised it was him so yeah
0: that was interesting i'm sure someone else has done
6: i didn't think it was him before but i could be wrong uh
0: let me look at that what was that sarah jane prisoner of the jadoon prisoner That's of the sarah jadoon. jane yeah. let's see who voiced the jadoon there uh,
6: that's a good story if anyone hasn't watched that uh, for a bit of fun
0: no he did he has been he the voice he? yeah yeah oh, interesting i'm right for right some there. reason i just didn't associate him with uh with the Ad no. doom but
6: no me either there we go there we are well briggsy yeah. briggs
0: doing the business yeah <laughs> um anyone else to talk about uh all is allen league uh blah 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 uh, okay what about our tardis fam then uh we spoke about them briefly but um mm uh all three of them taking a bit of a back seat for the doctor which is good for a
6: change yeah i think so but not in a bad way this week um i felt like they were because sometimes they just seem to be just following around like lost lambs but at least this week they got a bit of interaction i loved all the stuff on the spaceship with jack you know i thought that was good and that was the other nice bits of surprise happening stuff happening in this episode you know like when they got taken away it was at really random points So it kept you sort of on the edge of your seat. It wasn't, you couldn't see that coming, if you know what I mean. It was as if they're like, right, we'll do it now. And that was shot the viewer. They're suddenly gone. And it was, that was good. So I thought the fan were good. Um, I did like the scene you just mentioned a few minutes ago when the doctors just seems to have gone into her own world and forgotten they're there. And they're just like, she's doing it again. Yeah. And they were just, I I thought it was a really nice scene. And she's sort of, oh, how long have you been there? Just like I, I liked that, that they've just noticed that the doctor's just something's not right, you know. Mm. They've the facade of the you know, being all bubbly and happy all the time is starting to slip and they're actually getting to see the real doctor and gradually they're sort of forcing her to tell them more about her and stuff and yeah. So that was really nice. It's really good those scenes. And you mentioned it earlier about when Yaz snaps at the doctor for, for talking to Ryan a bit rudely yes um yep. mind you he, he does ask for it sometimes he does, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no I'm, i mean yes they they still need a little bit more i think in terms of development all three i mean graham's by far the most assured i love graham but um he <laughs> is definitely coming into her own yeah um yeah. Tosin for me is still the one that just looks a little lost a lot sometimes but uh but they were good i think they were well utilized this story in in terms of just keeping them in fun scenes and stuff to do so no oh,
0: i agree mate yeah yeah, yeah. A lovely scene at the end as well when the, you can see the doctor's worrying uh, worried about what's going on she's got that nice mm-hmm. little line she's like time is swirling around me and something's yes, coming for that. me yeah, yeah really cool stuff and that's what i mean the, the stuff that's been written for her so far the series is miles ahead oh it is off series 11 and then you've got uh, ryan's like let them come <laughs> you know, so that was really nice, and you you can tell, even though they're having their little pops at each other at the moment, and they're not quite clicking all the time, you can tell that they've got a back. Still, they're like, look, you know, don't worry about it. Whatever's coming for you, we're a family. We stick together. We'll we'll sort them out.
6: Mm-hmm. So I like nice. that because they are starting to feel that, like that, you know, that end scene, and as I said, that scene at the beginning where they're just noticing that something's not right. They are starting to really sort of feel like a proper sort of unit if you like um so i think we, we do need that because i think if if one of them is going to get killed off or we don't know that one of them is but should one of them go this series it's um it's got to have a bit of an impact on that so yeah
0: for sure yeah yep, yeah they're all good anything else you want to mention bud before we slap a score on this one
6: um i mean i probably could we could just go into series and that forever i think but i i've covered all the points i wanted to make uh, the only thing um i didn't say was um uh, my friend Phil pointed out that if you, when next time you watch this, there are clues there about Ruth
1: there is, in her yeah. flat.
6: So the oh. windows look like the TARDIS windows in her house. And I did notice this myself the second time I watched it. Her mirror on the wall was like a hexagonal roundel type. To, and I thought, oh, yeah. So there are little clues in there, which I really thought was a good touch as well. But yeah, yeah but no, I think in terms of all the main points, I, th- I think hopefully we've managed to cover it. It's one of those stories when. I think there are just so many bits in it. It's probably stuff we've forgotten, but it's just one that I was really excited to talk about this morning. So yeah, yeah, I think we've yep. covered the main points anyway.
0: Right. Yo, it's me to go
6: first. It
0: is. I am going to give this a nine out of 10 and nine out of
6: 10. Yeah. I thought you would. I actually, I thought that's what you'd give it. Um, Yes, I'm giving it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've written 8.5. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. It's very, very strong. I was a, I was around a 9 as well. I was thinking, is it a 9? It's very good. Um, but I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to stick we with go. What, I, that's what I wrote. I'm going to stick with what I wrote. No, 8.5. I thought it was very good. Cool. 8.5, cool. yeah.
0: Yeah, I've cool. given it a 9 because I felt like just out of nowhere, they have yeah. just dropped this absolute belter of a story with... Just kip there's not what not once did I ever think about reaching for my phone to check Twitter or anything no. like that. It just was really good. Old characters coming back, monsters coming back, Jody brilliant in this one. Mm. Writing was on point, great characters. The reveals were just crazy. It was just such an enjoyable episode. It just one of the best from Jody's era so far for me. This Definitely. is one of and the it, best.
6: Yep. And it's been a very long time since there's been an episode that I've been genuinely really excited to watch again. Like I would quite happily go and put this on again now yes. and watch it. Yep. And that, that has like, there's been episodes what I've liked and yeah, I'd like to watch that again. Maybe next week, you know, at some point this one, I'm very sort of itching to watch it again. Cause there were so many bits in it. I enjoyed so many moments. So yep. yeah, I'm wondering if I should give it a nine. Here we are. I told you this,
0: this happens all I'll the time. I'll
6: tell you why I'm saying that because I've got a feeling that I rated um, Woman Who Fell to Earth a, a 9 in, in my moment of madness and this, this is better than that. Um,
0: um, the Woman Who Fell to Earth, where was that? That would be 2018. 2018,
6: end, yeah, yeah. I was going to say I'm looking back at uh, last year but of course Dot 2 wasn't on. The Woman Who
0: Fell to Earth. You gave it a 9, I gave it an 8.5. Oh really?
6: Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm going to change it
0: to a, a nine for you.
6: I'm going to I'm going to give it a nine. Yep.
0: <laughs> I can see where you're going, mate. You're going to not. You won't sleep tonight. You'll tweet. You'll DM be, me on Twitter like one in the morning. Like Gaz, this has got to be a nine, mate. It's
1: got to
6: be. You'll nine. be thinking but about think it all day. <laughs> for enjoyment factor as well, it's got to be a nine because yeah, as I said, I, I I really want to watch it again, and I only I watched it twice just last night. Exactly. So it's got a bit. It's got yeah. be a bit nine. Okay.
0: There we go. Nines all round from us. Nines all round, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We had some audio clips in. Uh, By the way, a very massive thank you to all of you that sent in your clips so very quickly because I tweeted out last night after the episode saying, look, we have to record tomorrow. So if you want your reviews in, get them in. And you did not disappoint as always. Love you guys. So let's kick off with the audio clips. This is Alex Kingdom.
4: Hello, Gary and Adam of the Big Blue Box podcast. Fugitive of the Dadoon. I'm going to say now straight away, I loved it. But, obviously, this episode, because of how it's structured, has a lot riding on it, and the finale and the rest of the series has to be good, because this episode was like a 15-minute info dump for the rest of the series. We've got a lone Cyberman, we've got more Gallifrey shenanigans. Are, are they linked? Who knows? Let's First of all, I, the, my only negative of the story is the Dadoon was sort of an afterthought after the first great 10, 15 minutes that they had. But after that, let's get the thing that I'm more... Worried about the the new Doctor, I don't know the actor's, the actor's name, I want this to be multiverse, I don't want them to rewrite the history of Who, not because she's a woman, like I've seen on Twitter already, which annoys me, but because it would just annoy me for the sake of, we've known this history for so long, why change it? And it's not one of those things that I don't mind my expectations being subverted. It's just, like, that's not how we've written it in the past. But Jack's back. I'm very happy. I I love the way they used him. I like the fact that this was more set up for his next appearance, whether that's more in this series, because if they kept this under wraps, they could possibly get him back. But the fact he was only in one room leads me to believe that they're just going to announce he's back in an episode for series 13. I I have to give this episode, like, a 8.5 out of 10. I can't wait to see what they do in the future, but this episode will completely go down in my rankings if the rest of the series is bad. But I'll catch you guys next week. (laughs) Have a good rest of the show.
6: Cheers, Alex. It does make a good point, you see. There's a lot riding on this now. It's a great setup. It's got to be a good payoff.
0: I was going to say, you've set the bar in terms of enjoyment and reveals and stuff. We now need the conclusion to be strong, don't we? (sighs) Yes. But I see what you mean as well, Alex, about Cyberman shenanigans. It's... That's going to be a big one as well.
6: And the info... What do you say? An info dump. Info dump,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Alex. Much appreciated. Let's move on. This is Lewis Palmer.
5: Hello to the Blue Box Podcast. I'm going to try and keep this under a minute, but it's kind of hard because it's literally like an hour after it's ended and that episode kind of pulled the rug out from under you so many times so I apologise if this is a rambling, quick-talking mess. But, yeah... I, I'm at war with myself a bit because I really liked all the reveals and, you know, the fan in me, the visceral reaction. I got a kick out of seeing all those surprises come up and all that stuff. But I'm kind of... I, I hope the show doesn't do what I hated in Series 9 and use the fan service and the lore as a crutch when the story isn't actually that very good. I do feel like all this was was too much for one episode. But the questions it raises, I'm really intrigued for and I really like the concept and all the characters and all that. Um, I just felt like it was too much, and I don't think the the, the wraparound story was good enough, and I feel like it was using the fan service and the law as a crutch, unfortunately. So I I am at war with myself, but I don't know, but I really enjoyed all the bits, and Jack's back, and yay, but (laughs) I don't know, it's really hard. So, um, yeah, a bit conflicted, but (laughs) Doctor Who's engineering this reaction at me, must be doing something right, so um, see you next time, guys.
6: Thank you very much, Lewis. Lewis, I want you to know that I was like the foretold mummy while you were doing that review, just holding a stop clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Under a minute, You did. Ticking you down, You yeah. did it. Yeah, nice one. Uh, yes, I think a lot of people are like that this morning. I think a lot, I think the, the, the country and the world of Doctor Who fans have woken up feeling like they've got a bit of a Doctor Who hangover where they're not quite sure on what the bloody hell's just happened Mm. But something it was a great night, <laughs> but yeah. you're not quite sure what's, what's happened. So I think there's going to be a ton of rewatches around the world over the next week with lots of discussion. So, yeah,
1: we, I, we get I, what you wouldn't saying.
6: be I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of fans that have drifted away from the show as well. Oh, I'm never watching again, and some of them aren't. And I wonder if they're sort of seeing all this stuff kicking off into it, and I wonder if it's just intrigued some of them <laughs> to check it out. And, I hope so. You know. yeah. yeah, I think it might,
0: yeah. Hopefully, yes. Thank you very much, Lewis. Moving on. Callum Morris, here we go.
7: Fugitive of the Jadoon. What do I think? Well, it was insane. Like, every single second was insane. Um, you know, it starting off ordinarily, like any other Doctor Who episode, and then suddenly, boom, we've got the first twist of Captain Jack's back, and it's amazing, and you're stunned, and you're like, oh my God, finally, after this long, he's, he's back, um, and then he's gone again uh you know and you're like okay no that was cool that was awesome you know the doctor's going to meet him at another point probably which i highly think he will um and then boom Ruth is the doctor uh after another version of the doctor we don't know if she's past or the future and none of that um was lee also a time lord um was the other one also a time lord or was she just normal Galifian? just so many questions not enough answers. at uh, the time's child lone cyberman Everything is just mental, and I cannot wait to see what comes next. The episode was an easy six out of six Jadoons. You know, the highest rating on my thing, which is excellent, brilliant. Can't wait to see what comes next. Jodie, amazing.
0: Jodie, amazing. That's like
6: six out of six.
0: It's an interesting scale.
6: Yes, it is, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Callum, loving it, though.
6: <laughs> yes, that's cool.
0: Yes, insane. Yep, that's definitely one word <laughs> <laughs> to use to review this one. Next up. It's our review from Dan Under, It's Sammy Sateen. Sammy
5: G'day Gary and Adam, Sammy
6: Satine here. So Dad watched last week's with me and mum sort of decided to watch it as well. She was put off by Tesla asking for fifty thousand dollars. I think she was joking. Dad enjoyed it, not sure what he'd give it out of ten. Anyway, future did for the dune.
5: po so nice to have the dune back. I like how they've upgraded to stamps from markers to indicate catalogued people. Captain Jack is back. Yes! Nice Nanogene reference. Now, Chibnall,
6: this is a warning. Be very careful. Do not, under any
5: circumstances, pull a Stephen Moffat or worse on us. I'm sceptical, but we'll get angry if provoked. I'll see how this goes.
6: See ya!
0: Wow. You have been warned i'm off we know Cheating you listen up. mate you got nothing else on your plate these days so we know you're listening to podcasts and stuff so you've been warned by sammy oh dear. don't don't you know if you're the one that's influenced this if it turns out badly then she's I'd on a plane the, mate
6: yeah leave the country
0: yeah thank you very much sammy i hope it turns out well and you're pleased mm. anyways last audio review craig bryce here we go
3: hi guys hope you're well so fugitive of the doom. Well there's so much going on I don't know what I think but I have to say I like that because I haven't felt like this since Stephen Moffat's here back when the name of the Doctor Ed. And at the moment I think the series needed that, it needed that kick into second gear and Chibnall's done that so well done. Captain Jack's back but I felt his performance was slightly over the top but it was good to see him back, I did enjoy it. The rest of the cast were okay as well including Jodie, Jodie was better. Apart from the overuse of the Sonic it was getting used for everything so that needs to be calmed down. Of course, the big shock moment was at the, near the end of the story uh, with the two doctors, if you like. I don't know how I feel, feel about that, but let's see how it unfolds as the series goes on. Well, I have to say, it does want me to keep watching, which is, the, which is a good thing, and I hope the rest of the fans feel like that as well. It does need a second watch, but after just one watch, I will give it 7.5 out of 10. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next week. Bye.
6: 7.5. 7.5, yes. Solid score, it's though. So- Mm. yeah agree about the sonic
0: I mean, yeah you mentioned up. it earlier didn't you yeah yeah, yeah we've got to, we've got to reduce that usage a little bit
6: it needs to, yeah. it needs um one of those guys from the visitation to just pop in and give yeah. it a quick blast yeah. chibbers <laughs> i, I know you to...
0: listen as well mate i know that everything's done but you can still sort this in the edit <laughs> go and have a look mm. I'm, uh, say
6: visitation. I'm not talking about richard mace no, she...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the sonic yeah And lastly, this is Matt Steele.
2: Hello, Gary and Adam. Matt Steele here again. Hope you guys well. Had a good week? Right, so this week, instead of a review, because I still can't wrap my head around that episode, I'm going to share a theory that's just occurred to me. What if the Doctor is Project Zero for the Time Lords? Hear me out. So the Time Lords were trying to make this perfect Time Lord to stop the Master destroying Gallifrey in the future, and the Ruth Doctor is actually an incarnation from a previous Doctor model that the Time Lords made, who failed to stop the Master destroying Gallifrey in the end. And there is actually multiple versions of the Doctor model, each trying and failing to stop the Master, with the Hartnell to Whittaker Doctor model being the latest experiment and all previous regenerations are to try and train the Doctor and give them the experience and expertise to be able to defeat the Master in the end. Plus, they called this project Time Lord The Doctor because it was devised to heal and stop the catastrophe from killing all life on Gallifrey. Wow, my head hurts. In other news, that episode was fantastic, one of the best from New Who, and they finally brought back Captain Jack, who was just phenomenal. There was too much to say about this episode. Well done, Chibbers. 10 out of 10. I'll see you guys again.
0: Thank you very much, Matt. Another high score right that's audio reviews done thank you so much guys for taking the time to do that Mm. and then a load of you um tweeted us and sent messages on facebook let's rattle through a few of these rob Kernick, what an episode and he's got the mind blown emojis uh he says i'm confused but somehow i still enjoyed it followed by oof uh thomas Meehan says i am so so happy but i have so many more questions don't we all mate don't we all Uh, Joshua van der Sluze or Slyes says an utterly amazing episode with a bang of surprise moments makes up for the last two episodes Barrowman was on fire as always amazing stuff from Jodie a 9 out of 10
6: Nice.
0: Uh, Um, I've come uh, no sorry Tardisnet Tardisnet 66 says don't know what to think loved the Jadoon great mystery and seeing uh, Jack back the revelation both makes me excited in adding more mystery to the Doctor's history and character and nervous on how it's going to be handled and how it will affect the continuity of the show. Mm. Uh, Edward Gillooly. Not sure where to begin with this one. A lot happened and it felt like part of an unresolved wider story rather than its own contained story. Uh, A 7.5. Luke Robinson. Wow, I don't even know the Doctor, or should I say Doctors, how. The Time Lords, Gallifrey, Gallifreyans, question marks. I am... Uh, in awe of what Chivnall has created, there are so many things buzzing in my head. This is a good time to be a Hoovian. Mm-hmm. Definitely it is. Certainly is. Um, let's have a look. Um, where are we? Sorry, one second. Uh, Jamie Gitchard said, uh, A great Doctor episode. I feel like the whole Ruth Doctor is an abomination in time. And whatever it is after the doctor is the reason for Ruth's existence. And by the time the series ends, the numbered doctors will be the only doctors Ruth uh, would ever have existed. Ah. Uh, okay. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm,
6: that's a good theory. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, moving on. Dan Pinn says, wow, Chibbers knows how to keep a secret. Uh, Jack's back. How awesome is that? And wasn't even the biggest reveal uh, revelation. Sorry. In the episodes, gee whiz, the alternative doctor's TARDIS was beautiful. Uh, a nine out of ten gallifrey forever 97 our friend reese says my brain feels like mush after that what started off as an intriguing jadoon story turned into surprises and shocks i'd never seen coming uh, the episode kept pulling the rug from underneath you with every twist maybe it was a lot with one episode but we shall see where it goes uh, dan pin goes on to say also forgot to say jody was magnificent gets better with each episode Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe Bowers literally don't know where to begin with this one whilst I was glad to see the Judoon return but I felt they were sidelined halfway through I couldn't believe that character turned uh, returned and we have another female Doctor uh, 8 out of 10
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Sean Wales uh, you were fantastic Joe can't wait to see you again Jordan Shortman one of our writers it was absolutely incredible I was left with so many questions but loved every minute of it the new Doctor was great and Joe Martin did a great job and Jack is back. Fantastic. Let's hope Chibnall hasn't bitten off more than he can chew and mm. wrap this arc up spectacularly. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Fox. My review is just a string of random letters followed by exclamation marks. Uh, <laughs> after that, I wouldn't be surprised if next week Nardole pops up in Davros's chair with John Pertwee on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crikey, well, that would Moses. Be
6: something, wouldn't it? I don't think they could afford the CGI for that. Oh,
0: dude, you read my... I was just about to say... I don't think they could afford the CG to do that. Mm. It would be interesting. Mm. Slightly weird. Uh, Matthew Wackley says, by far the most interesting thing to come out of this incarnation of Doctor Who. For once, it was actually exciting. I propose a swap. Mm. <clears throat> propose a what? A swap. I think oh, he's referring sw- oh, to oh, Doctor have yeah. 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 Uh, So look, Marco Bricks, UK. So much to take in. Most things I liked. Few, not so much, but I have to say I did enjoy 8.5. Mm. Um... Let's have a look. Davros. Wow. That is the initial reaction. Uh, we'll need to watch again. So much going on. So much to process. Think it is great to be honest. Love the reveals. Love seeing Jack. Uh, it gives it a nine out of ten. Nine. Uh, Harry Gillisnan. Captain Jack Harkness. Nine out of ten. Uh, Etchy. Oh my goodness, guys. So much to take in. But if Ruth is a pre-Hartnell doctor, then why the police box? Yeah. Um, as well as the master said, everything you know is a lie. Mm. Uh, i give it nine jack doesn't look a day older than he did 10 years ago egos out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> it's called hair dye hair dye yes actually he's got really light gray hair now isn't he yeah it must yeah. be yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, zombie who oh wow i just uh, started having doubts last week but this is just wow it was just non-stop the jadeen were, were a great addition jack gave her the biggest smile on my face ever and the reveal of the parallel doctor gave me goosebumps this mm. is doctor who And finally, Jodie completely sold the part of the Doctor that made it her own. Uh, Gave it a 9 out of 10. Neil, brighter moon. So much to process in one episode. Uh, It felt like a series worth of reveals in one story. Absolutely loved it. I think this is the first episode of the 13th era that has made me shout out, now this is Doctor Who. Gave it a 10 (laughs) out of 10. Uh, Craig Mateo, jadoon stuff, dull as dishwater. Perked up a bit when Jack came on. He was wasted, but looks to be coming back in the later story. Concerned about continuity, if this is a pre-Doctor, a pre-Hartnell Doctor, uh, I won't be happy. Not great, but not awful. A five out of ten. A five. Reese, Love seeing Gloucester, as it's my home, and the Jadoon invading in full force. Uh, Amazing to have Captain Jack back, as he's part of my childhood, and can't wait to see him meet Thirteen. Gives it a ten out of ten. Brian Chapman. Fugitive of Jadoon. Had it all. Mystery, suspense, humour, and a willingness to go there. Uh, gives it a 9.5 Kathleen wow. Dalek O uh, I'm actually speechless not really sure what to make of this I think it's soon to judge but this is one of uh, but uh, as this one is too soon especially Joe is the Doctor C- just because I think we're likely to see more of her at some point later still to be explained but you know what I mean uh, Jack's mm. Return was flipping awesome gives it a 9 out of 10 oh, yeah. Nico Bresler favourite episode so far minus 1 for so much Sonic minus 5 for reuse of the Tenant Era Human Nature wasn't mm-hmm. expecting Captain Jack, uh, which brought a big smile to my face, an 8.5. Sarah Louise, a running Hoovian, Always running. Uh, wow. Jack Hartness and another Doctor. Mind blown. It was a great episode. Held my interest throughout, and Jodie really delivered as the Doctor. Lots of questions to be answered. though. were 9 out of 10. Ooh. Jamie Aspinall. So much to comprehend Jack's back, which is fabulous, uh, but for the story, he didn't need to be there, which is a shame. Uh, gives it a 7 out of 10. Matthew Wakeley. Uh, yeah, that TARDIS was a thing of beauty. F knows what the hell is going on with Jodie's S show of the TARDIS. Looks like someone has knocked over a box of Lego and thought, F it, that will do. Harsh. <laughs> <Hush>. Ah, <laughs> oh, Matt. Nice. Uh, Rick Moran from the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Hello, Short and Rick. sweet. Uh, best episode of the series so far. Nine out of 10 mm uh mark donaldson one of our writers uh doctor who as a live action comic book crossover event expertly combining ideas from our previous two showrunners to provide us with a baffling and compelling story and lastly rob kelly um you've made the universe of doctor who so much bigger and better uh, uh you and jody were fantastic together um and just simply awesome the best episode i've seen in years doctor who the surprises kept on coming and kudos to cc and team for keeping it all secret loved it loved it loved it nice very cool and then over on facebook we had a few there uh, gordon hudson very well written and totally surprising i was gripped my worry is that next week will be an unrelated mediocre story mm. uh, this story arc has to continue surely question mark we hope so uh matthew taylor just says bloody brilliant with clapped hands emojis <laughs> chloe anderson fantastic my brother and i nearly died of happiness when we heard jack's voice love the references to chameleon arch and the variations of the tenth doctor saying jadoon platoon upon the moon
5: <laughs> yeah uh,
0: a 10 out of 10 wow. uh, danny brown 10 out of 10 no more needs to be said daniel hickey mm-hmm. fabulous uh was a fan-
5: fabulous
0: <laughs> was a fantastic episode was hooked before the reveals I found a new love for the Jadoon. All the casts were great. Uh, 9.5. Nice. Uh, Kevin Mullen. two-word review. Simply incredible. 10 out of 10. Lewis Blackmore, what a mental episode. <laughs> Honestly left me shell-shocked beyond belief. But his return certainly had me buzzing. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Jamie Ackerley, what is all going on? Don't know, but I'm on board 100% to find out. What an absolutely magnificent episode. Set up for the rest of the run. Still processing only vague words right now. Uh, but he gave it a 10 out of 10. Wow. Lou Gallagher, love that Jack's back, even if it's probably just having missed him as opposed to what he actually did. The Judoon were good, but sidelined, uh, pretty sick. Jody was good in this for the most part, especially towards the end. Uh, it's got quite a long review, but uh, it said lots of fun. Uh, and for once, this era, it felt like it flew by. Mm. Uh, Zach Jenkin, I have so many questions, but it was good. Charlie Turner, wow, that's all I can say. Uh, really good, no scratch that. It was great. 9.5 out of 10. No. Uh, only downside is that I thought the ending moments were a bit confusing with Ruth. I think we're all confused, buddy. Don't worry yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. Matt Searson, I thought it was brilliant. Probably my favourite of Jodie's series. A nine out of ten. Mm. Debbie Melrose, looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Uh, Patrick Bogard, easy, my favourite episode of Jodie's run so far. I'm wondering if the past catching up lends credence to the 10th Doctor returning for the finale rumour.
6: Yeah. <gasps> imagine that 10 and and Jack cool Uh,
0: David Pritchard uh, oh sorry that wasn't a review Um, Colin Carey uh, best one so far left you wanting more Miles McKenzie what an episode there's so much to take in I still can't get over it I I had tears of nostalgia in my face when Captain Jack came back Uh, I've been wanting to see him for 10 years Mm. it's been 10 years hasn't it I know. Crikey, Moses. hard to believe. Uh, He goes on to give it a 9.5. Jeff Waddle says, I thought that Judoon coming back was going to be the equivalent of a great Sarah Jane story, and so probably a 6 out of 10. Instead, what I watched was the best Doctor Who episode since it came back. Absolutely (gasps) outstanding, faultless 10 out of 10.
6: My word.
0: Jeff loving it.
6: (laughs) He's loving it. He's loving life.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, Marty, Bad Wilf Marty. Uh, enjoyed every second of it. Great to have Captain Jack back. He brings so much energy and fun to the show. Ruth's TARDIS was glorious. I've absolutely no idea where the series is going and I love it. Uh, and uh, last couple, David Mackin's Spellbinding. The Jodie era has just found its stride in epic proportions. Uh, is this a taste of things to come? This gets a 9 out of 10. If it keeps going this way, my first modern who, 10 out of 10. Ooh, Getting nice. excited. And Dale Smith says, lastly, um, in capital letters, um, Excited. And I had one more comment from our friend Morgan. He says, gosh, what an episode. That was just, I'm a bit lost for words, if I'm honest. Loving having the Judoon back. Loving having him back. Loving everything. Loving Doctor Who. I think we're all feeling a bit like that at the minute, Morgan. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, guys, for all of your thoughts and theory. I knew that we'd have loads, even though we were recording sort of last minute for you guys uh, the day after it went out. I knew that we'd have loads of... um of a uh, thoughts on this one because there's so much going on it's an epic episode to be sure mm.
6: it's it's great to see such a mad reaction to an episode and it? it's i think it's um it's good it's really good to see such a buzz around it again
0: yeah it's awesome yeah yeah so overall dude the average score wh- which is great is an, a 9.5
6: wow that's the average that's good isn't it that yep. is really good
0: yeah yeah very very cool right Next week, moving on with series 12. What have we got next week, buddy?
6: Next week, yeah. So the episode is called um, Praxius. Praxius. Yeah. Praxius. What's that about?
0: Uh, a woman with ghostly white eyes.
6: Mm. Interesting. Look it. Yeah. This is the thing, and we just, whenever we think, oh, well, it could be a filler episode, we just don't know what's going to be thrown in from here on in, do we? Actually, that's what I've loved about that. It's brought back the unpredictability, isn't it? We just like I thought it was just going to be Jadoon this week, a bit of fun, mm-hmm. and all of this came. So who knows what we're in for next week? Yep. Just hope it's like, yeah. Imagine if it's just a really. Oh, don't let it be a downer after this week. <laughs> no, no, go. Got go, this thing positive. It's going to be cool. It's going to be good. It's
0: going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yes. So yeah. Praxius next mm. week, right? I I think we're going to we're going to wrap there buddy 4253 three. 3 Thank you thank you thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to episode 253 what an episode we had to review this week
6: fantastic
0: so much stuff going on it's um yeah it's just i'm sure we could have spent four or five hours going through this in detail but uh yes uh well i imagine after series 12 is done buddy we'll have another chat about the overall story arc and all that stuff so we'll dig a bit more into it at some point um
6: yes I'm just glad we're at this point, actually. I was very worried after Series 11 that um, Series 12 would be more of the same and we'd be at this sort of midpoint thinking, yeah, it's an okay, you know, but to be at this level of excitement and intrigue halfway through Series 12, it feels good.
0: It does, mate. Indeedy. Yeah. So next week Praxias will be asking for your thoughts on that, so keep a look out on the socials for it. Because uh, we love hearing your thoughts and reviews. It's the one of the best bits of the show. So uh, keep those coming. It's very, very cool. In the meantime, head over to the website bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. You can listen to all of our shows over there. Plus you can link off to the various podcast networks and apps so you can subscribe so you don't miss a show when they land every Friday. And there's also buttons to go off to the socials, or if not, just do a search for us. The Big Blue Box Podcast. We're on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, get involved in all that chatter over there. We chat Doctor Who throughout the week. Also, check out my co-host's channel over on YouTube. to do a search for the Geeks Handbag. Guess what? Oh, cu- is is it?
6: Yeah, a new is, video. The time will, will has be, come. The time's come. New video. Well, hopefully, technical technical <laughs> things allowing. There Cyber. should be a new video um, today.
0: <laughs> Cybermats aside. <laughs> yeah, this could be cool.
6: Or if not today any day now (laughs) any day (laughs) yeah it's done it's up it's uploaded it's ready to go so yeah go and check it out
0: oh lovely there you go another a new video so there's tons of really cool videos anyway but just go check out his channel the geeks handbag and adam is also on socials under the same name the geeks handbag give him a like and a follow because we uh like i said we chat lots of doctor who we do each and every week uh right i'm gonna have to go and watch um this Again, I think just to try and get my mind around mm, it, but so uh, it all up,
6: yeah.
3: yes.
0: Uh, but have a great week, take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time for 254. Until then, my name's Gary, my name's Adam, and remember.